<laughs> What's happening, weirdos? Uh, if you're hearing this the day that this episode comes out, I'm going to be at Largo tonight with John Mulaney, Judd Apatow, Sarah Silverman, and special guests. Amazing musical special guests and amazing comedy special guests. Uh, I think there might still be tickets. Largo-LA.com for tickets. I'm also going to be doing my monthly show at Largo on January 31st and February 27th. Uh, Pete Holmes living at Largo. Tickets at the same link. Um, please watch Crashing. It's premiering January 20th. Oh my goodness, it's coming up. January 20th. Season 3 of Crashing premieres. Uh, please watch it as it airs. I always tell people, I'm like, don't wait for it to pile up because what happens, HBO's watching the numbers and based on those numbers, uh, the, they may or may not pick us up for another season. So we want to get good numbers so we can keep making the show that we love to make uh, and hopefully that you love to watch. Um, this is Beck Bennett. What a delight. Very funny. As I always say, we were, we were due for a silly one. This is a very silly one, but also a thoughtful one. And as I always say, let's get to it as quickly as possible. I do want to give a shout out to the Pete's Picks. More and more people are coming up to me, which I love, and telling me that they love cachava. I love cachava. Cachava is a superfood uh, drink mix. It couldn't be easier. It's like a superfood in a pill. It's chocolate flavored. It's vanilla flavored, either one. You take a scoop of it. You throw it in water. Are you listening? Water. No blender. No adding ingredients. I bought it foolishly. I'm a fool. I bought cachava because I read the ingredients and I loved it. I thought it sounded amazing. And I was like, I'm going to add this to my smoothie. I was wrong. It's become my smoothie. It used to take me like 30 minutes to make my smoothie. Now it's a scoop of cachava in a blender bottle, which is just a plastic bottle I have. I shake it up and I'm out. Because no, no drink mix like this, no superfood mix that I've tried tastes good in water, but cachava puts in powdered coconut milk, which obviously turns into coconut milk, which mixes with the chocolate, which makes a chocolate coconutty dream that's just the right amount of sweet and has 100% plant-based nutrition. It's got omega-3s from chia and flax seeds. I don't know if you listen to Dr. Furman and I talk about how important chia and flax seeds are every day. It's got eight super fruits, 17 greens and veggies. Bam. I have it for breakfast. Bam. 17 greens and veggies in there. It's gluten-free, soy-free, and free of artificial sweeteners and preservatives. It's got digestive support built right in. 1,000 milligrams of adaptogens, 24 grams of protein, plant-based protein, boom, and 9 grams of fiber. The best thing is, though, not only is it a wonderful meal replacement that actually keeps you full, it's absolutely delicious. Val, who never likes these things, loves it. I put it in with frozen strawberries, a little bit of almond milk. I make her cachava ice cream. It's incredible, and it makes you feel amazing. It's got maca and cacao, which get me, I playfully say, it gets me high. It gets me, like, nutritionally high. I bring it with me when I'm on the road. I make it when I'm holding baby Leela, and I only have one hand to make a meal, and I love it. I want you to try it. For 20% off your order, go to cachava, K-A-C-H-A-V-A dot com slash weird. And, of course, Charlotte's Web hemp oil, which I sometimes put in my smoothie. Usually I just put it directly in my mouth, but sometimes I'll throw it in my smoothie for more of a released effect. CWHemp.com slash weird with promo code keepitcrispy gets you 10% off 
your Charlotte's Web hemp oil. It's obviously, you guys know this, I love it. I take it every single day. I call it my happy juice. When I'm shooting crashing, I ask for it. I say, can I have my happy juice? Because it's made from the hemp plant. They use science to remove the THC, which is what gets you stoned. They leave the body beneficial CBD, which makes you happy and makes me happy, makes me light, lowers my anxiety, helps me laugh a little bit easier, helps me smile a little bit quicker. Uh, and helps me just kind of ease into the moment a little bit more naturally and effortlessly. I love it. It's hard to describe, but it really does help me sleep, helps take the edge off at parties, uh, in social situations, anything traveling. When I'm tense, I always take a little bit of CBD oil, and I take Charlotte's Web CBD oil because it's the only hemp oil grown in Denver for human consumption. It's not going to be a box or a belt or a pair of pants. It was made to be eaten in oil form by humans. I get the mint chocolate flavor, tastes like a thin mint, makes me feel even better than a thin mint. And it, uh, they also have infused bombs that I use on my sore muscles. You rub that in there, get some of the CBD on you topically, helps relax some of your aches and pain. Sometimes I put it on my forehead, takes away headaches. I love it. Like I say, hard to describe. You got to try it for yourself. Go to cwhemp.com slash weird. Use promo code KEEPITCRISPY and find out why I swear by and take Charlotte's Web Hemp Oil every single day. That's why these are Pete's Picks. These are things I take every day. I'm about to make my cachava right now. I'm about to take my Charlotte's Web right now. So get into it. Show your support of this podcast. It's a free podcast, always a free podcast. But you can show your support by uh, checking out a Pete's Pick or getting one for a loved one. That's it, guys. Hope to see you at Largo tonight or two times this month. We're also going to be in New York City. That show's sold out, but I'll see you guys at the Gramercy. And uh, I think that's it. Oh, Crashing, January 20th. Please watch it as it comes out. We love this season. I think it's our best season by far. I think you're going to love it. So please tune in HBO on January 20th after True Detective. Ooh. All right, guys. Enjoy Beck Bennett. I wish Val were here. Should say get into it, but I'll, I'll say it. Get into it. Get into it. Dude, you do want one of those. Dude, you want a dry heat. You want a dry heat, not a wet heat? No, I, no, no, no I, I'm not anti-wet heat, but I mean, wet heat, that's when you're a fancy pants. Oh, If you can have a wet heat. Let's just say you're getting a lot of wet heat in your house. Is that a sex? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's... You're probably having a lot of wet heat. <laughs> What I'm saying is, people with cash. Oh, oh. No, no. Well, they sound weird. Every podcast is going to start with a 10 minute discussion on these. It sounds like nothing. Do you hear it? I hear it. Yeah, it's a little scratchy. Yeah, it sucks. All right, let's let's try those another day. Okay. Um. Popping the headphones off. I'm going to put this... Does it matter if this is on airplane mode or not? What do you mean? Your your phone? Yeah. I don't know. I just... I like doing voiceovers recently. <laughs> There's like a, somebody who... like the. Will they get the sprinkle crinkle? Yeah. Like they get mad at me for not doing the airplane mode. Do they get mad at you? They get mad at me. They scream at me. And... No one's screaming at yeah. Beckery. Beckery Beck so, Bennett. Everybody's so mean to me. Is that true? No, they're so mean... <laughs> you must do a lot of voice. Oh wait, you're you're in the Ducktales. I am in the Ducktales. Adventures of the Ducktales. Yeah, I am. 
Let's um, just talk about that. We're recording. Great. We can start with DuckTales. I love DuckTales. I'm Launchpad McQuack. I auditioned for DuckTales. You did? <laughs> That's all I want to talk about. I, I, Who hey, cares? Man, I Who cares? For DuckTales. <laughs> uh, I'm glad you're here, man. Why'd you get the part? I want to do... <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I would love to hear what you did in the audition. Maybe I could talk to oh my Frank God. and Matt. And, uh, Is it on? Uh, it's it's airing right now. It exists. The second season. Yeah. Deduct. Well, we're recording fuck, the third. Who cares? Fuck tales. Going on the third. Yeah. Wait, there's three seasons. Well, we're recording the third. Yeah. Three sweet seeds. Three sweet seeds. How's the bread? Uh, bread is. Uh, I could. <laughs> I I'd like some more. <laughs> Uh, for you know, for all Ducktales people out there, um, yeah, you could use more of that Scrooge McDuck, yeah, and yeah, less he, of that. It's it's unfair. Uh, he, he gets, gets paid a lot more because of his character. <laughs> they're like they're like, sorry, we can't pay very much. You're a pilot who's stupid and crashes planes. <laughs> he was guy, a hero of mine. No fooling. Are you growing up? Yeah, I love you're, I'm older than you. <laughs> Easy, no, no, Bella. I'm no, older. No. I'm older than you. <laughs> you no, I was shocked because I went to your very unthorough and bad photograph Wikipedia page. Oh, I hate that. You're photo. such a handsome man. Thank you. I, that's I like one it, of the things you're known for. Really? You're like one of the comedy babes. Oh, yeah, that's so sweet. Bonafide I, comedy babe. Wow, that's amazing. I, See, think, I feel I like mean, a, I'm a normie. Like, no, like a no, no, no. See, wow. a fool see, I... might say you're like the Chris Parnell of SNL. You know what I mean? Yes. He's like, I love Chris Parnell. Yeah, yeah, I do too. Very He's normal. Incredible. Like, you put uh, him in like the everyman role. Yes, right. Sort of like, hey, I don't, worry, I don't like... see that for you. Okay. You can do that. I can do that. Yeah. But you're more of a babe. I, shots wow. fired. More no, of a babe great. than crispy. <laughs> more of a babe than crispy. I love. I want to yeah. be clear. Yeah, yeah. I love crispy. Yeah, I do too. He's but if so we're funny, putting like, you on like that, you know, Mark yeah. Zuckerberg, who's hotter, I think right. we're going to go a lot of left. Wait, what's the Mark Zuckerberg who's hotter? You didn't see the Social Network. I did. You didn't but... see Trent Reznor scored. Oh, that's yes. how I know. Yeah, that's yeah, what yeah, jogged right, your memory. Right. No, no, no. The first thing that Mark Zuckerberg did was he made a website. The right, yes. That you remember now? I do. Well, yes. What if people at, listening at Harvard? Remember? At Harvard University. At Harvard. And he was Harvard University. People. The precursor to the, yes, Harvard University. <laughs> yes, I understand. Precursor to the Facebook. Um, but you're like a working out fella. I mean, you, you just came from. Yeah. I, I, when we hugged, I felt a you lot felt of BTUs. Heat. Yeah. You got Wait, a lot of heat. BTUs? Body temperature units? Okay. That can't be what it is. Okay. I think that is what it is. Yeah, I was I was emanating a little bit. I uh, I got to keep it tight. Got to be able to fit in those wardrobes. What sketch was I, it? I, like, you with the lose. Aquaman full nude oh, back then. Full nude. And I was underwear. very proud of you. Thank you. You know what I mean? Not, not, I mean, you have nothing to be ashamed of, but I was like, like it's never easy, especially in front of Aquaman, easy. to be like, I'm going to get naked. Oh, yeah. And like doing, I mean, doing Putin. I had to take my shirt off. Full naked Putin. And, and it'd be like... Friday, I'd find out, and I'd be like, "All right, well, I'm not going to eat for 24 hours." Would like, you do that? I mean, I would. It would just be like, you, "I didn't know," you know. Yeah, you want to look like you the comedy look, comedy babe that yeah, I've declared you to be. Yeah, I gotta I gotta keep up with <laughs> reputation. Um, there's there's also just like you know little little uh, pressures here and there to like you know. Well, that's a real thing. I remember I've definitely got Lewis was on. No, and I'm, I'm not going to say one of those classic Lauren eat a sandwich I, stories. I, yeah, 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 eat a sandwich. No. And to you, he was like, stop eating, sandwich. stop eating sandwiches. <laughs> yeah, <he> like his, <laughs> um, Beckery. I, I'm, I don't want to point fingers or assign who, and I'll keep yeah. it vague. But keep it, it was, vague, man. You know, it was uh, somebody told you. Yeah, it was like a little like because I was. Can I join you in the hot tub? When we were shooting first yeah. season of Crashing, Jed was like, look, nobody's going to tell you to lose. I actually yeah. appreciated it. He was like, you're I supposed to be 30 
on the show. Really? He was yeah. like, you're supposed to be like 32. So you might as well. You're look six years. Like, a way to look six years younger is to lose a few pounds. Exactly. Yeah. That's absolutely. what he said. And I, and I was like, as a producer of the show, I could look at myself and be like, that's true. Yeah. I know it sounds like a Hollywood cliche that somebody smoking a cigar is like, lose some weight. Right. But right. I just took it as like, hey, I appreciate that. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, I when I got SNL, I was like, great. What's that? What's that? <laughs> Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, Saturday. Yeah. Oh, you've sorry, got Hollywood. When, you've got Hollywood. When I got DuckTales. When I got DuckTales. Oh, DT? Yeah, yeah, DT. I'm oh, sorry. When I, uh, when I got cast on the show, I was like, oh, I'm a comedian. <laughs> I can, like, gain. I, like, I don't have to audition for stuff anymore. I can gain weight and, like. Oh, let it go a little. Let it go a little So bit. natural Beckery Bennett wants to be a little softer. Yeah. Is yeah. that true? Yeah, I think so. You like the foods? I like not, the foods. Because comedy people don't tend to want to work out. No. Yeah, I don't think so. But you... But at the same time, now I enjoy it because it's healthy for my emotional health and mental that's health. That's what people say. Um, yeah. I don't buy it. You don't buy it? Although, I, you know what? You pointed at the sauna. Yeah. It's my. It's one of my fancy pants. Yeah. Is my son. Is the son. Absolutely. Let's not call it my son. It's not... Have you, you met what my, you, my you, son-in-law? Your son-in-law? Yeah, yeah. No, I met it. I, uh, I've actually been in one of these before. Infrared? It's infrared. Your infrared son-in-law. <laughs> yeah, your infrared son-in-law. That He's gives a lot the, of BTUs. Oh like, my uh, god! Oh my god. Nice. She's going there right now. Get You're the learning BTUs the music. Yeah. I also appreciated that you said, "What does BTU mean?" Not enough people. Yeah, yeah. They'll, you know what I mean? They'll pretend they'll be like, "Oh yeah, I was giving off a lot of BTUs. <laughs> I was doing BTUs earlier, and I gave some BTUs to some other people. BTU and they didn't even awards. notice it, but you knew about my BTUs, yeah. and I'm." I'm super happy when I got cast on BTU, and <laughs> when I got cast on BTU, I was like, oh, I can gain some weight. Uh, no, I'm, Wait, yeah, so pre I, I think it's really Live. important to admit what you don't know. OMG. I, I really get a lot of value think, out of being like, I don't know what you're talking about. Isn't that the role of the comedian? <laughs> yeah. Like, the cool guy pretends. Yes. The comedian is supposed to be like, how, how old are you? I'm 34. Is that a lie? I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> Like trying to stir the pot. Yeah, yeah. Is that a lie? Is that a, uh, yeah, yeah. But like when we were younger, you're trying to prove yourself. When you're in your 30s, now is the time to go. Sorry, what's Parliament? Just yeah. say it. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Just I don't know say what this, you don't know what Parliament works. is. Yeah. I um. I don't know, I know what it is. What is it? No, I don't. Parliament is the British Congress. Yeah. I was watching a clip of what's Congress? Boris <laughs> Johnson. Is that who it is? Is that made up? He's no. He's. I think he like pushed for Brexit. He's the like. Trump-looking British guy. Okay, yeah, Katie's not. The, the Parliament is so funny. They're just like the blah, 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 yeah. blah, blah, blah. Congress is funny. Yeah, like I was listening to that NPR about Newt Gingrich, and it was talking about how once Newt Gingrich figured out that C-SPAN was always running yeah. in the in the what do you call it, the House? I guess in the House. Sure, he would put on shows because he knew like no one would be in the House. Yeah. Like they'd cut to a wide shot to make fun of him. Uh-huh. uh-huh. To show oh, that right, he was right, talking right. to no one. Absolutely, right. So like the the speaker of the house would cut to a wide shot to make a fool of him. Uh-huh. Because he'd be up there like I never remember and no one is there. <laughs> you look like an idiot. But yeah. he figured out that people were watching C SPAN. Isn't that yeah, crazy? That's wild. So like we're we're stupid too, but the way that we're like, here, here. Right, right. But you kinda need that, don't you? Wait, you kind of need what the the the, the, sh- the showmanship, like yeah, the, the showmanship, yeah. the put put upon us. Yeah, because it's like the doctor. You don't want your doctor to be like, hey, buddy. You want her to be like, hello, Beckery. Right, right. You want them to play the part. And, and then you yeah, want your yeah. Congress guy to wear a wig, is what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You want them to, like, bang gavels and stuff. And... 
Well, I mean, that's what the judge in a robe is. You can't have a judge walk in and like. That's true. And you also shirt. don't want doctors in parliament like being like wearing lab coats and stuff. You want it. You don't want just random occupations walking around there. That would be confusing. That would be cool if that's what we did, or it was like doctors and like judges. Just like, like, just like we Halloween or something in, in the house. Yeah. Wait, every, every, like everybody just had to wear different costumes. I don't know. Wait, I need, to, I need help. Uh, yeah, I'm sorry. I got off track here. I understand. Yeah. Did you start thinking about something else? Something happened. Did I, I make you think of something? Well, no. You were. We were talking about playing the part in like like I, and losing LBs and BTUs and admitting we yeah. don't know what things are. Yes, and we're back. And we're back. So that's like your comfort. That's what I was saying. Is like being in your thirties is admitting. Yes. But what I thought. But why thirties? Why your thirties? Because I don't you're know. like. Because you're in your 20s, you're trying to prove things, and you're like, yeah, I know what I'm talking about, I, I know what like I'm doing, 20s and you is like relax just, into something, and you're like... kind of teenagery, like a, just yeah. a little bit. There's like You're just pretending, you're like, well, maybe if I talk like this, no one will know I'm... Yes, you're like really teenager. trying to like prove your way, I guess. That's what I mean. And like, yeah, and like make it or something. And you can I feel relax. like when you're 28, But you 30, were saying, I'm going to have a bite of this burrito, which means you're going to talk for a while. I'm yeah, so please. hungry. I'm going to um, bite this. First of all, well, I didn't... Yeah, I'm so oh, excited yeah, yeah. to be here. I'm gonna yeah. change course a little. Bit. Like I, this is my first time doing a podcast like this. <laughs> like just sitting down and talking. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You do this podcast all the time. This is your podcast. This is my podcast. Yeah. That's so, this um, okay. And I've done like shorter podcasts and stuff like that. Um, well, don't think of the length. What's that? Don't think of the length. Mm. No, I'm do done. It. it was great being here. Thank you so much for having me. I'm going to take off. Um, That's like a big deal, a big thing for me. Yeah. It's when I go, oh, we have to talk for two hours? Yeah. We absolutely don't. Yeah. And, see? Yeah. You don't have to talk for two hours. <laughs> you just talk um, for, it's the same thing when I'm doing an hour of stand-up. What, what? An hour of stand-up is way too long to do stand-up, but if you're like, just go as long as you want. Uh-huh. And then you end up usually doing about an hour. Right, Except right, that right. one time in Poughkeepsie. What, how do you usually, like... Start Sorry. like what's your approach to starting podcasts? Like, what do you mean? Like getting starting people? One? Like, yeah. Like, do you like we walked right in here and like went right into it? Yeah. Is that what you like doing? Well, that's like, why I was not only like, half joking when you came in. Yeah, I like talking about that you just came from a workout. Yeah, because then we can talk about can what talk. it's like having like being on TV and if you feel self conscious about being nudie in the Aquaman. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. that's like a natural way in, as yeah. opposed to other interviews. It actually makes me more tense when they're like. You know, I love fresh air, but they're like, this is fresh air. This is Terry Gross. Yeah. And I'm here talking with Beck Bennett. And then they play a clip while you sit there listening to the clip. Right, right. You know what I mean? And, and there's there's you and Mr. Pumpkins or something. And they're like, <laughs> Beck, let's talk about I that. understand you're from Chicago or right, whatever, right, or right, Illinois. Right, right. You know what I mean? Like, that that makes me actually more tense than just like... Just getting into a conversation. Yeah, hey, the fuck you doing, asshole? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's yeah, I, that's, that's a good way to start. Hey, fuck you, asshole. But you um, do. But there is some. First of all, I'm so happy to have you. Thanks, man. Great to I be. didn't think you would do it. Really? I don't know why. Yeah. I, I'm. I still have that thing. I do know why. When you when you reach out to someone, you're but like, SNL cast members specifically, like oh, Fred right. just did it. Fred Armisen. Yes. Yes. I and Melissa Villasenor did it. I'm always oh, great, shocked great. when the SNL people do it. But then whenever I talk to you guys, yeah, I realize that you're just like all of us, just like everybody else. But <laughs> no, not even not just like just that. Like, I just yeah, mean I'm like just... <laughs> you're not. You don't feel. Well, you tell me. You don't feel minted or like made. Mm-hmm. Like I think not a lot a of people man. look at you and go. Oh, they're on SNL. When isn't the reality probably a little bit more like, no, I, I'm back and I'm trying to like 
week by week. You're on the show, yeah, a lot, sure. Yeah, but like, I don't I think mean. you probably are still like me, working for it, trying to prove yourself, trying to make Absolutely. yourself all the time, week by week. You all are. the time, yeah. Like, I mean, at the show, and then also outside of it, it's like you know we yeah. have our breaks, we have our summers. It's like, what am I going to do now? Right. Um, what am I outside of this? I just that's imagine you guys at some after after party. That, which, yeah. <laughs> some after after party. Oh, God, those that after after parties. I can't get into. Can't that's even. really what it is. Go. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say like I mean that's funny that you even say that because I'm like you have so much going on right now. So do you still feel that like oh what am I going to do next? I think who was it? I, I mean it maybe that's always happening. Dustin Hoffman was talking to Gene Hackman yeah. or something, and they did a movie together. And when they were rapping, this was like somewhat recently. Yeah. And Gene Hackman said to Dustin Hoffman, I think I'm getting these people right. Definitely Gene Hackman. Yeah. He goes like, Gene. It's, not, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's not just me. Uh, every movie I rap, I think it's the last thing I'll ever do. Like, yeah. I'll, they'll never yeah. ask me to. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman. It's just Gene Hackman. He's a type. It's a <laughs> he's, Gene he's Hackman incredible. type. He's an icon. He's an icon. Is he and an even icon? He, I think he would But I, I don't. I don't. I don't stress too much about that. Yeah, but it is it is something but I do. that, that I do. you're always like. Even if you're not stressing about it, it's not like I used to. It's uh, you're you're never like set. Yeah, you know what I mean. I like, guess what I mean is I don't consciously worry about it. Yeah, but you are sort of constantly going like, well, what? what am I like just today, I was like, well, if crashing doesn't come back, yeah. what is the next play? You right. know what I mean? What do you do? And honestly, yeah. that is one of the great reasons to have stand up. And that's one of the great reasons I, I wish have a I could podcast. Do it. I really wish I've never, never did it. Never, no. never called. Never answered the phone. No, uh, I would love to. I want to do like college shows. Yeah, like a lot of SNL cast members can do that, and it's I like know. very different than doing you know stand up, stand up, like club stand up. Oh, well, like colleges. Like, yeah, yeah. College. They're just like. Well, you could come and do like a review. Yes, you could do Pence. Sure, sure. I could do. You could come could, out as Pence. I could do songs. You could do pop songs. I could do pop songs. You really could. Yeah. Um, and that actually always sort of breaks my heart when I see somebody who's not used to a live show like that trying to scrap together something. You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. like, I got to go on the road. Right. Like, I don't want to name names, but I've had friends that are like, I don't do stand-up, but they're offering me this, and I got to go do and it. And I got to put something together. And then they like, get out there, and they realize how hard it is to yeah. keep people's attention for an hour. Absolutely. Um, it, it's, you know. I wish I had it just so that I had that venue to just get up with a mic you know you what could I mean? though like, well, i could i could figure that out um, i mean if you can do a weekend update as yourself you can do i mean yeah there's you're doing far more frightening thing yes, but what your true. path was sketch um yeah yeah sketch how, what's that what was pre that like did you play like improv games and i did yeah. did you zip zap zap like where did you figure it out where um, did you go like when did beckery bennett just go beckery bennett i think <laughs> I'm going to get it started. <laughs> Beckery, man. Old Beckery. Beckery, eat a sandwich. It's me, Lord Michaels. <laughs> that's a good impression. That's my I've Lord. never seen yeah. that side of him get out. outside of the show. That's get out he, of my office. That's what he's like in meetings. Yeah, right? Get in there, Beck. You're going to start taking your shirt off. Can I ask you something I've asked every SNL cast member ever? Yeah. If a sketch makes it to dress and then it gets cut, but it was good, yeah. why don't you do it next week? That has happened. Oh, it does happen. Yeah, but it's hard. It's really? hard to bring it back. I don't. There's like, like certain institutions that have that mentality of like always forward. Yeah, just a boat breaking through an iceberg. Yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. never look back. Yeah, it's, it's like we had that sketch. Right. Um. You know, it's it's easier to bring it to the table and have it do well and have it not get picked for dress. 
And then, and bring, then it back. bring it back to the table another time for a different host. Has there ever been something that you had to push for multiple times? Yes, I, yes. <laughs> and it like kind of became a joke. That's what I'm saying. It was I could like see it was this thing, like, guys. We're gonna do it again this year. We're gonna barber do it again. shop, barber shop. Is this character called Scrooge? Is instead this real? Of, yeah, instead of Scrooge. And it's like he's like I'm like a Charles Dickens scrudge like nose and like mutton chops <laughs> but at like a contemporary party and we finally did it last year oh my god but it was god. like the fourth year we put it to the table oh and, you know, my god and he's just like nice dvd collection asshole <laughs> <laughs> just like scrudge scrudge like come on it'd be like come on scrudge you're kind of an asshole <laughs> that is hilarious <laughs> yeah it was really that fun. they did a night before no that's not night before christmas that's christmas Story, Christmas, Christmas Carol. Carol is... They did that. I Whenever a sketch like this comes through and works... Yeah. Forgive me for calling him Aquaman. His name is... Uh, Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, who I thought was incredible. He was great. I really And did. he I'm was not... such a fan. He was so great. Well, you he could like... tell. Yeah. The guys like... that are fans of the show and like they care. Yeah. And that first sketch with the high voice, he was like kind of off the cards. Right. I couldn't believe it. Like you rarely see a host that can... Kind of look at a card, get the gist, and then right. perform it. Yes, absolutely. Very, very impressive. But then great. he did a sketch, so a very low-concept sketch, where he's just like, I'm the fourth ghost and of uh, Christmas whatever. Oh, right. Extra? And I'm just going to dance. The extra sketch. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know what extra was. Oh, I don't. I still don't know what it yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. And I like told like a Wait, friend. What is and they it? were like, you're old. And I was like, all right. What is it? It's like extra is like when something's just like <laughs> unnecessarily like too much going on. Dude, I didn't like, even know. It's extra. It's you're, like you're so extra right now. <laughs> like if you had like if like if if I came in here and like did hair and makeup for this podcast, I'd be like, you're, you're so extra. That I think, is I think that's what it is. But I just learned what it is. So there could be somebody Dude, listening you, to this podcast being like, what the fuck is he talking about? I didn't even understand that that was the joke. I was yeah. like, the joke is just that he's He's extra. He's just nonsense. I thought yeah. for some reason. His magnanimity, magnanimity yeah. was carrying a no premise sketch. Was he was yeah. just like I'm the ghost of dancing, and he yeah. just kept dancing. See, you didn't even know it's extra. He was so extra. Well, that's why. That's why the crowd <laughs> that you're like, like okay, cool, yeah. It's just having I fun. Could, I mean, his yeah. commitment. Yeah. I thought was making it work, but it was something that I wasn't understanding. Yeah, yeah, but his commitment was making it work. His commitment didn't. It really work. was. Um, it's it's really. It's pretty wild how much that can just do. People like coming in and being themselves, like hosts and playing, like being like, you tell well, me what they to realize, do, I'll go along with it. And they realize, I think the good hosts realize that like the more they commit and the harder they go into something, the, the less embarrassed they'll be. Yes. Like it's more embarrassing if he did that and half And was kind of like, eh, And was eh, remembering like, it. I'm was like, do I look man. stupid? I want him to take me seriously. Right, yeah, right. Exactly. And then it would look bad. And, exactly. Yeah. So um, I was wondering, because career paths are somewhat interesting. I'm more interested in those moments, junior high or whatever, where you yeah. started to put together, like, there's some, I that like I wanted comedy. to do this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I love I would stories. always, like, you know, I was, like, typical, like, class clown. Really? Um, yeah. Um, ever since, like, I don't know, I could remember, like, a little spaz, just, like, screaming and interrupting classes and, like, really? running around. Yeah, yeah. Were you the number one clown or were you the clown in vice, vice clown? I was, I think I was, I mean, in my head, I was number one clown. <laughs> But, like, I, I could have been – I mean, like, I think at one point I, like, I became number two clown or something. Oh. Like, maybe in, like – There was a coup. Like, I kind of let go of it. I, I mean, like, like in fourth grade, I had a great teacher that my mom – they were, like, opening up a middle school uh -huh. because there were so many kids before going into junior high. So it was, like, for fifth 
and sixth grade, there was another school opening and they needed teachers. And my fourth grade teacher was going to that school. And my mom like pushed for me to have this teacher. Okay. Uh, her name was Miss Day and she would let me perform during class. No. She would like give me times to like do characters and stuff. And she pushed In fourth grade. Yeah. Yeah. What and were the characters? I don't, I can only remember one. And I think it was like, not Scrudge? No, it was like, <laughs> I was definitely, there was one where I was, I mean, probably if, if there was film of it, it'd probably be pretty like, well, yeah, I remember grade. doing like gibberish Spanish. Oh, I get it. With it would like be like sombrero, questionable. I think. Yeah. I'd be like, Oh, come on, man. There was a, little, a time when not, that was hilarious. Yeah. 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 Sure. It's not great. It's not great. But like my dad definitely would have loved that. Yeah. Right. <laughs> so many dads would have loved it. It's still love. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's great. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, definitely. That's like one I, I vaguely remember. Um and then uh <laughs> she would she was like Spanish. Yeah. And like she had a um a washboard thing because she was like into music and I would like play the washboard in front of people and like dance and stuff. So when was this time? Like at the be- both this homeroom was, or something? There's some nonsense class she, or were I you mean, eating she, into math? I she like yeah, because she did mul- it was like fourth and fifth grade, so she did like multiple subjects. Mm-hmm. Um and I think, you know, we would go somewhere else for music or somewhere else for, you know, I don't know. But she did like science, math, public history. School? Yeah. yeah. Wow. I think so. And um, how did – so you were acting – was it this? This is a guess. Yeah. You were acting up so much they were like, let's give Beckery an outlet? Yes. Yeah. So it it's was like, that. we'll give you some time and then you got to be quiet. That's So like, then she'd be like – Fallon did that too. There were a lot of people. Really? Whose teachers – There were a lot of that. guests actually that had the teacher – Miss Day. They Miss all Day. had like Miss Days. Yeah. You need a Miss and Day. And that name. Like it was like – I remember also like, like she if was I was so reading helpful. your memoir, I'd be like, oh, you don't want to tell us your, her real name. Oh, dark, <laughs> like, oh like, right, right, Miss Day, yeah, yeah, and right. Then Miss Day, it's a little on the nose, yes. but um, Darcy Day, Darcy Day, I believe it was yeah her full name. Oh my um, god, she's like one of those people I've been like I think about all the time of reaching out to and being like, but you Thank don't, you. I don't, <laughs> but I, I don't. that might come later. Yeah, is she um, on Facebook? I think so. Yeah, I looked very briefly and been like, oh, there she is. I'll I had teachers that didn't. Mr. Brown is my teacher. That Mr. I will, Mr. Brown. Yeah, Mr. It Brown. also sounds fake. Right, Mr. <laughs> Mr. Brown, Mr. Um, Wood, Mr. Light, Sauna, Mr. Light, <laughs> Mr. Brown, Sauna. <laughs> but though, there are those teachers. He was the guy that taught me about like film. It was in high school, yeah, and taught me a, a little bit about comedy. But he really was just like an art guy, uh-huh. way better. Like he seemed like a college professor. And I wrote yeah. anyway. The point is, I wrote him Facebook message. I, I do recommend it. I bet she'll yeah. love it. But maybe I, she'll hear this. Yeah, maybe she'll hear this. But I'll Is reach that, out. I think I'll reach out up to this. Don't, um, don't do it for me. I'm going to do it for you. Fuck, I'll do it for Pete. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you're listening to this mistake, it's for Pete. It's well, where did the – this is leading. Where did the Where did so, the need to act out come from? Um, let's see. Where did it come from? I don't know. I was always doing it at home anyway with my friends. I remember like making videos and like – getting into um, vhs camcorder video yeah really yeah yeah, my, yeah. like uh, like my my parents would have uh friends over for dinner and our their kids we you know we'd like play and we'd like get into a costume box in the attic and like film a video or we'd like get an act together and come down and perform it in front of our parents probably like singing again like my, probably like dressing up in like dresses and stuff and like <laughs> You know, like my doing... mom had wigs from the '60s that yeah. I would put on. Really, and I was always playing the girl in the video, like, right? Like, like it was. Of... That's so funny. I'm gonna play a girl. And did you have yeah. those? Pa- I know the right. joke is Mom, that I'm girl. a girl. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Look at my nails. 
<laughs> like just a girl. <laughs> it's like your parents are like, hey, Pete, we found these old videos. No, 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 no. I don't want that. They like the show them on some talk show like, before you promote it. Hola. Yeah. Hola. The joke is hola. Yeah, yeah, right. Can you imagine? Oh, God. And I'm like, I have a long hola, hair. I'm a woman. And all it was was long hair. Yeah, right. As if men don't have long hair, but you get it. Yeah. It was my mom's wig. It was all, but your parents were cool with it. They were cool with it. We performed for them and like dance. And like, I remember there's like videos of me like when I was like five <laughs> years old. Like, I would like I would do like the Pee Wee Herman like dance. Like I remember that dance where you point at your dick and then your butt yeah, and your <laughs> <laughs> where you, you the dance where you point at your dick and your butt. Yeah, that was so awesome. <laughs> what was it? Look, you are just yeah, pointing the at your dick dance, yeah. and then going. Also, <laughs> so don't forget. I got trouble this. back there I got this too. Right here. I got this right here. Yeah, that's such a fun dance. Um, I so I don't know where the the need like that's when i started doing it. psychologically let's get into it man let's get into how my many, parents how, how wanna, many yeah i love talking I'm the about middle parents. yeah i do too middle i'm the middle what is the stereotype for middle i thought they were like kind I, of the i think that they need attention right i thought it was the youngest that wanted attention i don't know youngest got attention youngest got attention middle sweet wanted mild. attention yeah the oldest right i think is like the most rebellious because they have the rules put yeah. on them the, the harshest yeah. and they like lose more and more attention. Right. Like, oh cause my, my brother God. had That's right. less rules because they were like, you're the third. Who he cares? was also like the sweetest and like most like even killed. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah. I feel what like fun. for me, but you were in the middle. So you were, this is very interesting. The what? youngest, what are you? The middle. I'm the. I'm the youngest. You're the youngest. But the, of two. So, but that's my, kind of my point. Had they had a third, I would have become the middle. Whole different dynamic. Yeah, you know what I'm I saying. Guess so, like for but... a minute there, you were the youngest. Uh huh. So you were the golden. I was. And yeah. then they had what's your younger brother? Sam. Then they had fucking Sammy. Had fucking Sammy. And Sammy he was the sweetheart. Even keeled, waltzing out, nice and mellow. Yeah. And then I start pointing at my penis <laughs> and my butt. And I'm like, they're like, we're listening. Okay. Was Sammy putting else? on shows with you, or is he off like just getting love for nothing? He's getting love for nothing. He's um, <laughs> he's uh, he's a beer brewer in Oakland. Really? Yeah. And my older brother is an Sam artist Adams? in Oakland. He's Sam Adams. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's Sam he Adams. Just, he's, he, you know, he didn't start. He didn't start the, you know, brewery. But he like changed his name to Sam Adams, <laughs> and he and he gets a lot of love for nothing. He's just like people are like oh, and he'll like beer them, brew that beer that's not Sam Adams and take credit for it. Right. I, no, I he'll make it. money off the name. You, do you understand? <laughs> he dresses like an old. Uh, I don't know what is he a sailor or something. I think he's it was a, just a he's patriot. He's a pirate. <laughs> there's a thin line he's between pirate and patriot. Yeah, yeah. Are we the people? That's, Big that's billowy <laughs> sleeves on a... Or maybe maybe that's... I'm thinking of Captain Morgan. I don't know. Sam Adams, Captain Morgan. Why did... Do you think pirates wanted billowy sleeves? When they went into a tailor, when they were on land. Yeah, they're like, make it like the sails of my ship. <laughs> <laughs> I want to fly. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to be like those squirrels. I want to be like my see. ship. Yeah. <laughs> I'm a sailor. <laughs> I want to look like my chef. <laughs> They're really mean and complaining. Yeah, maybe look like that. <laughs> that is so funny. But I mean, they, they really must are. have given him like a well-fitting shirt, and he was like, "What am I, a stockbroker?" Yeah, right. I'm right. a pirate. I'm a pirate. Maybe pirate. Look like a chef. Maybe it's Put some they're... ropes on me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah maybe it's because their their shirts got so wet. Uh, <laughs> that is a great. And they just got loose. Yeah, like they're just I like we're always that, wet. At a time, they got worn down. That's it. Maybe, it was like yeah. a the good salt day. water. And it's like, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> and then it became the style accidentally. And but then, then it's okay like buying jeans that are already ripped. Uh-huh. Yeah. You'd yeah, buy yeah. a shirt that's already billowy. Right. If you're not a pirate, but you want to look like a but pirate. But a real similar. pirate wears a very well-fitting yeah, shirt, yeah. lets the sea have its way with uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. The salt air, the salt water. And that's really cool. And everybody else is just trying to pose with that. But there is that awkward like six months when the captain has like a very tight-fitting yeah. <laughs> shirt. And, and it's and like, his, hard to listen to sailors don't respect him. Yeah. This guy's got a tight shirt. He hasn't really seen many days at sea. He doesn't look like a ship at all. This guy's got a tight shirt. (laughs) What the fuck? I'm dying. I'm using death. We're all dying. I'm employing death. We are all dying. Jesus, Um, Louise. (laughs) We're all dying. Just bring it to us. That's a, never a freaked me out when people are like, you're closer now to death than you've ever been. I've always just yeah. felt like I'm I'm not even trying to be like, I'm just saying, <laughs> it always just feels like today. Okay. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry. You know, I'm not trying to be like, because I thought you were trying to be like, <laughs> hold on. Hold on. Wait. You know, meditating. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you don't um, meditate? I do a little meditating. Oh, wait, I feel like there was uh, we have a couple different threads. You use here. an app? I unfortunately I do. Yeah. Just just recently. I can smell the app oh. meditators coming a mile because away. I tried to do it by myself. JK Simmons. I, I am not a very good meditator, but I do meditate. Yeah. Okay. But I don't use an app. Yeah. That's I, the equivalent of a tight shirt on a captain shit. pirate. Open up your what breathe do you, what do you, easy. What do you do then? Do you have to like go to like oh. transcendental meditation and take classes? Or no, I don't think so. It's very simple. You can follow your breath. That's what I always tell people. That's what I would do initially, and then I started yeah. using an app. And I don't know if it's really helpful. Dude, I'm not actually anti-app. I think it's great that people are using apps that help. Val uses apps. Really? She loves it. Yeah. People love apps. What's the they're great. I love app. Um, Headspace. That's what she uses. Really? People love Headspace. I'm just, I'm just getting getting into it a little bit. I just um, I don't know. I'm still kind of up in the air about it. But it's funny. I was thinking about using it on an airplane. Really? Headspace on up an airplane. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. Huh. Huh. That guy doesn't look like a ship at all. <laughs> <laughs> that guy doesn't look. That pilot doesn't look like an airplane. You- <laughs> so now, now pilots have tight Dude. crisp shirts because the airplane wings have are tight and crisp like that. Yeah. But also, they wear those pins that do look like airplanes. They do, yeah. And they kind of they look like airplanes. And bus drivers yeah. definitely look like buses. They do. You're right. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Wow. Some, some poor guy. Driving a bus just goes off a cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Who looks like a bus now? Uh, Wait, how are they going to hear He catches that? His, his reflection in the mirror. He uh, <laughs> does uh, look like a bus. So we're getting a psychology. You're the middle child. I'm the so middle that explains child. a little bit. Yeah. Were you jealous of old Sammy Sam? I wasn't. No. I, I feel like I always Repressed. see that's the thing. I don't know if I I'm like um I don't I didn't feel like I was ever needing attention. I just feel like I was always trying to get it <laughs> naturally. You just loved it. I loved it, I guess. Um naturally. Yeah, I just had that energy to like it was just like I was just kind of spazzy, naturally. You but know, it, yeah. I, I, it like, doesn't have to be that you were trying to correct something. You were just a natural ham. Yeah, I think so. Um, and an energetic kid. Energetic, very Are you energetic. Playing sports, RT sports team. Um, playing sports. Uh, yeah, pretty much everything. My, my, I feel like my dad coached soccer and baseball for a while. Uh, my mom was athletic. Like, grew up skiing in Snowmass, Colorado, where my grandfather had a place. We'd go there on vacations, and we'd like hike in the summers, and in the we'd go to the same 
outdoorsy camp that my mom went to. In, no way. Yeah, in uh, northern Wisconsin. It's called Manitowish. Great camp. Sounds fun. Um, and we do like, uh, you know, backpacking trips or canoe trips in the summer. Just an active, happy family. Yeah. But you, um, it is interesting. You just loved it. It wasn't, I wonder if this is like a, yeah. a newer phenomenon. It, it used to be that we were like, damaged clowns and then right. did you feel like show business was an option when you were young you were like that's a job you could have uh it was i so like uh, i that teacher mistake encouraged me to do plays i did a play in seventh grade and in eighth grade and then what was the play it was seventh grade was hello dolly Ooh. i did okay <laughs> i was rudolph dolly. the head waiter and oh, german accent and the following year, I was Judd Fry in Oklahoma. Okay. Yep. I couldn't sing, oh. so, but I had a deep voice. Like, I already went through already? puberty. Yeah, I went through puberty very early. Yeah, when did that show up? Uh, I think, like, seventh grade. Wow. I had, like, a deep voice. My balls are still in my stomach yeah, <laughs> in yeah. seventh grade. I'm my, like, hey, ladies! Because um, yeah, they drop too quickly. <laughs> they drop so quickly. Yeah, a couple of years later, they Right back up. It was like a bounce. Yeah, it was like they were still bouncing. You weren't doing the Pee Wee Herman dance. You were trying to alert yeah, people. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> My balls! <laughs> um, so you started so, doing plays. So I started doing with plays. With your deep-ass voice. With my deep-ass voice. I couldn't sing. Um, Do you think you couldn't sing? Or I would, like, just... sing like this. Like, I was like, Judd Fry is dead. Poor Judd. Because, <laughs> like, I could play the part. And then so the woman, the, like, music director was like, I'm just going to hit the lowest note on the piano. Or I'm going to hit... Sing, sing as low as you can go, and I'm just going to try to match that. And like, really? She would just go, dung, 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 dung. And I'm sing like this. Like. <laughs> the bad guy kind of like worked for the character. It He's does like this work. scary guy who lives in a, a you know a little shack who wow. ends up trying to take the, I don't know. I don't remember. We don't remember. He tries to take I was it such somebody. a ham, too. It was hard for me to channel my rambunctiousness into the discipline of theater though really so like the director fucking hated me i actually still feel guilty about it really he was he was very like effeminate and i remember doing an impression of him mm. like you with the mexican thing yeah it probably wasn't no it, it definitely was not okay <laughs> you know yeah, but he was so, what, so mad old, at me yeah how old were you then it was seventh grade yeah and and he was just like he was always yelling at me yeah because i was always clowning and then i remember one day Still tempted to do the impression that he yeah, <laughs> that he was know, like, like that's it we're gonna we're gonna uh, we're gonna go with a funny baker I guess like he'll just be funny really? and then that that's what broke me was he just went I surrender and I was like okay I guess I won and then I was like very by the book after that you were by the book after that after you won that's and so so I, like so I wonder was this if he like knew. your school play yeah um and what do you remember what it was it was in uh, into the woods and i was okay. the baker oh yeah, yeah yeah and i also couldn't really sing yeah can i tell you a memory from it please yeah so wanna... the baker's wife was lisa she her name was lisa okay lisa metzger i think name check oh okay yeah <laughs> and she was the baker's wife and would sing it takes two uh-huh and i remember it was like very lackluster it was like in a range that wasn't impressive or difficult so it was just like right. it takes two <laughs> like kind of like talking it takes two <laughs> I'm the baker. <laughs> she's she's Lisa Metzger. Very good. We also only did the first act, so the play ended when peril was at its height. Oh, really? Everything, everything. Like, you didn't have the people. We're done. Have, like it was just it. Was that your first play, or like <laughs> it was? It and was, was that just because like people in your school? It was like it was like 
a class it was too or long. something, or like it was just why like, we only did one act. Well, like like what what brought you into it? Like because you were be, you were funny and you were like performing. My for school people, was so small; too. everyone was in the play. Right. Okay, so it was one of those. It was like a class. It was like it was, a requirement. The whole so like, class was in the play. Right. If you didn't want to, you could be like in the chorus or something. But right. it was a very small. It was like twenty five kids probably. Wow. So that was that's and also too long to do both acts. But this is yeah. the memory. So we're holding hands, which is a big deal. Oh yeah, oh yes, big deal. I remember just quick little like yes. Hello Dolly, like a girl sitting on my knee. Big deal. Like, oh my god, and still like wearing a big the costumes. Deal. Yeah, still a big deal. Still a big deal. Yeah. Still a big deal. Yeah, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. It was big for me. Big deal. I mean, Val and I, mush, mushy alert. I still get a little kick when I hold. Ooh, oh. it. Ah. He has a crush. <laughs> Every relationship ah. has its feet and valves. But you know what I mean? Holding hands is intimate, is what I'm yeah, saying. absolutely. And then, so we're holding hands on stage, pretending to be husband and wife, and I'm just like such a soft little, it takes two. Yeah. <laughs> I thought one was enough. It's not true. Okay. Barely singing. Yeah, yeah. And during the applause, a duet, she's uh-huh. singing, and she's doing better. And then there's applause, and during the applause, it was like one of the most grown-up things I've ever seen. Yeah. We're in seventh, eighth grade. She's During the applause, she's smiling, and through her smile, she says to me, that was good. Whoa. It's the most showbiz thing. That's you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's good. You must have moments like that all the time because you're doing live performance all the time where there's yeah. just these little moments where you're like, nice job. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can't hear. Yeah. You guys are mic'd, so it's a little different. But I mean, like, you know, yeah. after the cameras panned out and the update music is kicked in, there's the moment to be like, and she did it. Yeah. And she did it at went, that age? That was that's, good. that's wild. It was so grown up. Yeah. I mean, and I was just like, I have a little poop in my pants. <laughs> like, I was just like such a child. You're still like shaking. Just just like, ah, I made it. <laughs> and she's so composed. Yeah. It was wow. good. It was good. So, um, but you, <laughs> were you saying that you were kind of a ham as well? I was a ham. But yeah. then like, it wasn't a natural fit for me to go into the structure of the theater. But yeah. did you take to it? I did, and I yeah. like the discipline of it. Like, I took myself probably a little too seriously. I was like, yeah. I'm an actor. Now. Guys, focus up. Yeah, I can do this. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty the talented. Grader. I went through puberty before everybody else, so <laughs> I guess I'm born for the theater. <laughs> like, uh, I think we should be working now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, everyone's doing, like, some learn each other's uh, names. I think we should do the part where everybody, where the girls sit on my knee again. Uh, <laughs> I love this. Um, I was... Uh, yeah, I, I really liked it. And then my mom signed me up for um, Second City classes, high school classes. What is classes. happening? Yeah. She was like, because I was like, a, you know, she was like, this is going to be good for you. Like, you're a spouse. They just and, knew it. Yeah. And I went. More than sports, though. Yeah. I mean, we kind of supported both for sure. Like, in, in high school, I played lacrosse and football. Uh-huh. Um, and slowly got more and more into theater and got less and less into RC sports. Sportsy. RC sportsy. But you favored one. One I, was going better. So yeah. You got to high school. Your mom t- signed you up for Second City. Second so City you learned how to improvise the, and stuff? Yeah. On the weekends, we do improv classes. Me and my Fucking two buddies. We take the train down on the weekends. To Chicago. To Chicago. You asshole. Yeah. It was great. What are you, the kid that got the golden ticket in his chocolate bar? I'm so lucky. I like, flew, I, when I graduated college, I flew to Chicago. This is just to tell you how much I admired yeah, Second City. Yeah. Just to go see shows. Like, really? save up money, fly to Chicago, from watch where? this from Boston. From oh, right, Boston. Watch yeah. Second City. No, you shouldn't have known that. I'm I, just saying, I, it was no, in no, the no, back. Relax, there. everybody, Pizza and Vells. Yeah. <laughs> <You get to laughs> Pizza Vells. I just, I'd buy tickets in the main stage. I'd just go and see it twice and yeah. then see the ETC stage yeah. once. And then I'd go home. That's where we rehearsed. 
on those stages. You fucking on the ETC stage and like the Skybox and yeah. I remember like we didn't we didn't rehearse in the main stage, but like once our teacher Ed Garza, another great teacher, Mm. he like brought us in there and was like, "This is the stage where all these you know comedy legends have performed." And unbelievable. um, Yeah, it was it was it was incredible. Um, Were the classes good or was it mostly like bullshit people? They were good. I remember my first class. I mean, you know, for me at the time, and like I was a freshman. I think my mom like lied about my age so that I could take it earlier too. Like clearly, I'm eighteen. Yeah. <laughs> do the thing. Do the thing. It's like okay, his do balls the- dropped. <laughs> let's sign him up. <laughs> Four years early. <laughs> uh, when you, I, I, when I said bullshit people, I didn't mean the teachers. I meant the other people in the class. They were like it was decent. Yeah, it was decent because they were like much older, and you know, because I because she lied. She lied. They were like seniors and juniors in high this school. This is outliers. I was a freshman. Yeah, you realize this is a chapter in outliers. Is it like really? You were as young as you could be learning. There, I always thought I always had like a thing about like learning from people. I mean, that's very universal. Older. Learning from people who are better and older than you and being like putting yourself. Well, some in people get position. squashed by that. Yeah, that's it's true. not it's not an overshare to say that. I remember my brother was on the cusp. Of two little league groups, yeah, it's like he could either be in the. I'm going to make these ages up: the 10 to 12 or the 13 to 18. Yeah, and let's yeah, say yeah. my brother is 12 and a month. Yeah, and my dad was like, "Put him in the 13 or 12 yeah, and a half." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was actually kind of a bad move because totally. that's a big jump. That's a big jump. But with improv, I could certainly imagine you do want to be with the older kids. But yeah. that that's in in Outliers. He makes the point that like in hockey, it's it's boring, and I can't. It's not boring. It's hard for me to explain though. That like you want to be sixteen, you want to be sixteen, almost seventeen, uh-huh. so you can be in the junior league, but be a huge guy in the junior league. Wow! So you dominate. Interesting. And then you get recruited, like something like that. Yeah. So yeah. when he looks at an NHL um, roster, uh-huh. he lists all their birthdays, and they're all the same. Really? Month. Wow, that's crazy. Because they were all. I, I'm getting yeah. it wrong, but so anyway, mm-hmm. you, the the spirit of what I'm saying is yes. conveyed. You were young with the older kids and i think that actually is his point is like mm-hmm. you want bill gates i can make this point better okay. was as young as he could be to understand computer programming at the same time that computers became accessible yes in absolutely so he was like at he had more opportunity that's why there's steve to, jobs and there's bill gates you know there's right, two of them right similarly right. aged huh. you know what i mean yeah, because they were they were there it was perfect for their brains to if match you, up with that's that right. moment in if he was one year younger he'd be like technology. i still want to paint with my poo yeah yeah you know somebody I mean? else would have like gotten in there yeah. before him and been there before his that's brain right. and that's right. known more than him and that's yeah. right and the gates would have been closed yeah <laughs> oh let's take a break <laughs> me undies i'm just kidding we don't take breaks <laughs> we saying, don't take breaks me undies me undies um you were saying what was i saying oh uh Improv. You took to oh yeah, and, and the I remember like good. bombing so hard. And what do you like, mean? I, I remember like my first thing. Like I don't even know what the it was like something about like you know doing a scene, and I remember thinking that like doing something with watching uh, like something on HBO during a sleepover <laughs> and jerking off during a sleepover <laughs> would be funny, and nobody laughed. Well, and you did a sketch about it. It was an improv scene. And I was like, well, I don't, I didn't like do the motion or anything, but I just remember it being in that world I understand. and not knowing how to be funny. And it was like awful. That is... I remember a lot of those moments. I mean, like, I remember like, I'm just thinking about it now, like in football, like playing football, like the moment I got like a helmet in my stomach, it was like very similar, like learning from like Pain. bombing yeah, and being like, Oh, how do I not have that happen again? 
that's one of the great things about live comedy. Yeah. Like writing comedy, just like Neil Simon, <laughs> like in an office somewhere. Yeah. I'm sure he workshopped it. I know he did. But like, yeah. I think it would be very difficult <clears throat> if we didn't have the fear of failure to motivate us to write better and funnier stuff and to grow. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You need the helmet. You need the risk of a helmet in your stomach to become a, be- a good quarterback, I suppose. Absolutely. I mean, that's like with with doing with like doing sketch at UCB with um, Good Neighbor. <laughs> I could totally see that sketch, by the way, being hilarious. What, the, the jerking off? <laughs> you could do it on yeah. SNL now. Asleep, yeah, sure. Yeah, a sleepover yeah. and like everyone falls asleep. Every, and there's just like, like bed sheets, just like. Yes, you know. but I mean, it's very relatable is the idea of a sleepover and everyone falls asleep and then like taxi cab confessions or whatever yes, it exactly. is. Exactly, that's what it was. Starts like, and you just sort of, and then people keep getting up to get water. Right, right. And you're like, oh, like it's kind of. Is it you awake? No, I'm asleep. What? No, I've what been sleeping. Yeah. Why is the TV on? Are those tits? Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the amount of jerking off that happened in compromising situations through adolescence, yeah. I mean, I find that relatable. Absolutely. And that's what Big Mouth is. Y- yes, You improvise the pilot of mm-hmm. Big Mouth, basically. Speaking – this is – I probably shouldn't even bring this up, but it just popped into my head. Have you ever heard of a danger wank? A danger wank. I, I was waiting tables in Chicago with these British people, and they were like, oh, yeah, it's a danger wank. And I'd never heard of it. I've never heard of it since. Ah, it's a bit of a danger wank. And then I was like, what's a danger wank? It's like, you know, it's like when you're in an elevator and you wank it. Or like you're what? you're about you're about to like like and they're like, you know, you're about to you're getting close and you call your mom upstairs and you like try to like it's something like putting yourself in dangerous. Wait, you're about to finish and then you call your mom so you put a clock on it? Yeah. So, so you're, you're like, like you I got pressure, finish. otherwise you're gonna get caught. Wow. Yeah. Anyway, I don't know why I, I brought up Danger like... Wank. We were talking about Big Mouth. Felt like a safe space to talk about. No, it is. Yeah. I Can I relate in one way? Yeah. I remember the only time I've Danger Wank was when I was first married and had a lot more sexual regression. There being yeah. a slight added tweak knowing that my wife might come home. Yeah. Isn't that weird, though? It wasn't my mother. It was my wife. And yeah. I was like, I got to get this done before she Sometimes comes in. Sometimes you have to. But Sometimes it made, just you're jerking off so much. By the time I was married, it was thousands of times. And you're like, yeah. I'm going to. So I kind of get it. Yeah. But it is, a, it is a tricky time for the people are less sympathetic to the danger wank. Yes. Yeah. It's not as fun to be doing the danger wank out there in public. <laughs> a bit of a danger yeah. wank. A little bit of a danger wank. No. No, we don't do that. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but. But I'm glad to know the. I now know extra. Uh, yeah, and I know danger, danger wank. Yeah, you're learning which a lot. Is a bit extra. Yeah, and I know BTUs, um, which is not bad. I think I'm coming you're, out ahead. You're coming out ahead. Yeah, yeah. Danger wank and it's extra is much better. more usable. You I know, can't. Da- you know what danger wank sounds like? Huh. Well, it sounds like danger mouse or darkwing duck. <laughs> Yeah. In a less okay. direct way. Right, right. So. I bet da- uh, Darkwing Duck only does Danger Wanks. Absolutely. Let's get Danger Wanks. Let's get wank. Danger Wanks. <laughs> His wank kind of sounds like a honk, like a duck type thing. Honker, like, yeah. <laughs> Darkwing Duck coming. Danger uh, Wank! <laughs> I thought Darkwing Duck was going to be so cool and it was corny. It was like DuckTales. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. You, what? What was you? Said the hunter? I missed that. What did you I thought Darkwing Duck was going to be cool, like Batman the Animated Series. Oh yeah, because they made it look cool, and then yeah. the show started. And we're like mm, candy corn. Yeah, like, yeah, 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 yeah. That's my example. Any who's a woozle. Any any who's You got to do my dream. 
<laughs> I'm mad about it. But you got fostered. Oh, yeah. You got uh, to do Second City classes. Second City classes. And you were good at it. Like, did you shine in the classes? Eventually, maybe. After your wank sketch? After my wank sketch. Um, eventually, improv was always tough for me because it was always like the games. I think if I would have done like more long-form improv earlier. Oh, you I didn't do that? No. It was all like, I mean, scenes, but like gimmicky like game like stuff that like, like i ring a bell and yeah and like tr- trying to come up with like the more like like references and like clever like quips and responses and like right you know like i just don't really have that archival brain of like here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing here's the thing yeah so and then when i got into college i did a anyway um sketch an improv group and they were all really good at that but when um, did you first smoke pot i this is related okay because when I was in college, I didn't smoke pot till I was 28. And I'm really right. grateful for that. Yeah. I was really, really good at that type of improv. And I sometimes, before pot, yeah, <laughs> I'm still good at it. But like, I don't think, if I had started smoking pot in high school, yeah. there never would have been a time that I could have been. We've called it, um, say it again, Sam. Say it again. That was a game. So if someone's like, hello, Beck. Ding. Yeah. Right. Hello, Mr. President. Right, Ding. right, right. Hello, Wilford Brimley. I think that like, was, that's what you're talking about. Yeah, new like, choice was what I think we called. Oh, yeah. but that that specific type of improv that favors mm-hmm. recall and like right. mental acuity and references, as opposed to like just trying to be present, which be is like which drawing is, on real long form. Seems like the pot smokers improv. You know yes. what I mean? Like you yeah, can yeah, have yeah, that, yeah. And, and that's not to say that pot erases people's ability. It doesn't. Yeah. But some I people think are it, very sharp and smoke a ton of weed, and it's that's very true. Impressive. I, I was sharp, and I think if I had smoked pot I, I, earlier, mm-hmm. I don't think I would have become a comedian. I don't know. I, yeah. I think it would have made me so like, I'll just oh, work whatever. in a I'll bike shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Some uh, guy listening in a bike shop. Uh, oh, man. I oh, my- man. I look like a bike. <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean to put down a bike shop. I just think yeah. I would just be like, what's the point? If you can uh-huh. feel like this, and just like just work in a bike shop feel and feel like chill. that all the time. Yeah. It's not, it might it's not, not even be wrong. No, no. But you, correct. so you but started I, smoking pot. I smoked pot. Or if you pot. ever smoked pot. Yeah, I smoked pot, I think like, I don't know, freshman year of high school. Okay, so. I was hanging out with some people who smoked a lot and then like, kind of like. It didn't, didn't grab with you? them as much. Um, I, I smoked like not as much as they did, but like some of my friends from eighth grade and seventh grade started smoking like every day. Really? And that's kind of when we went Nate different Dog? ways. Nate Dog? Smoke weed every day. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was Nate Dog. <laughs> So, like, Nate Dog was, I don't know, I just, like, didn't, he was just different. He was intense. Before he smoked, he was a lot more fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, he always wanted to go out. Um, so, but, okay, what I'm saying is, yeah. you, what we're saying is, mm-hmm. you didn't love that sort of quick, like, on-the-spot nonsense. It was always, I always felt, like, tested. Tested, and, like, I couldn't do it well enough. I understand. And people were like, you know, you're great at it. I was like, no, I'm not. I don't don't feel good about it. You would have benefited more from finding a scene, being lost in the moment. Yes. Connecting. And finding, even even just like, like, I love that connection between like a monologue, a truthful story, and finding some human relatable part and like taking it and stretching it out and, you know, um, doing bits on it. Right. Um, As opposed to. Just like this could be. A, this is look. It's a flute. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, now it's an ice cream cone. Yeah. Now it's a dick. Right. Um, Same action. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a danger wank. Uh, it's a danger wank. Oh, 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 it's a regular wank. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah, this guy. That's not weird. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Oh, danger wank. <laughs> That was that was me. And that's what you were doing before you smoked weed, and then in, yeah. the, in the played against him. 
Oh, yeah. I don't, I, they lose me at call your mother in. Mom? Yeah, yeah. I know. I was, saying, I was like, you know, it's a danger wake. Would you like call your mom in to try and catch you? Wait, I think that's something else. That even, that's, that's darker than a that's danger That's pretty wake. dark. So um, then you, when did you find that type of improv? Was that next? I, I didn't. I mean, I, it was just kind of in, in college at USC. Um, it's where I met Nick Rutherford and Kyle Mooney, who I ended yeah. up forming a group with, along with Dave McCary, uh, when we graduated. But we all got into the same sketch comedy group. But you made that move. Made like the move. Even going to a college that's not in your state. Yeah, it was a big move for me. It's, it was. It's a. It's. I'm noticing people that have the courage to do that. Yeah. Like yeah, I'm still are, are courageous people. Exactly. I still. <laughs> yeah. But I'm, for real I'm though, courageous. if someone lives in. I'm sorry, was it Wisconsin or Illinois? Uh, Illinois. North suburbs of Chicago. If you live in the north suburbs of Chicago and you yep. don't go to school in Chicago, you do deserve Saturday Night Live. Yeah. <laughs> no. But like, if you live in Kentucky or whatever and you yeah. go to NYU, I'm still sure. impressed. Yeah. Those, like, those metropolises, I guess, like, they're very... So if you're scary. in the middle of the country and you go to one of those huge, huge I cities. moved from Boston to Chicago because I knew it was a safer choice. It was choice. a safer, yeah. At USC or New York, those are like... I saw the coasts as like these, like, I don't know, like the yeah. way Kevin McAllister sees it in Home Alone. Uh-huh. I'm just yeah. like, bah, 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 brass playing. <laughs> Cabs almost playing. killing me. <laughs> Donald um, Trump saying Donald hello. Donald Trump just the, on the street. Hello. <laughs> That's my Trump. <laughs> you know, I am so pissed that SNL didn't ask me to be Donald Trump. I am too. I've been saying that. Dude. I've been like. Is that true? <laughs> That's true for you. You could say that. Do you get crazy people like that that like, are just like, why didn't you ask me? Oh, <laughs> like, I like, know. No, I don't think so. <laughs> why didn't you ask me to do it? I don't know. Wait, why, why are you asking me that? I feel like, like me, we all auditioned for it. We did. You like, did? Yeah. Well, you had to audition yeah, or before, you got to audition to be Trump? Yeah, before our sec, before my third year. I bet you could do a great Trump. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I haven't done it in a while. <laughs> like, no, I'm gonna <laughs> get my sons in here. Uh, get my sons in here. Something else. I think I'm gonna do it. Don't you work? That's pretty. I, I think you should have done it. Yeah, mine was. I think a little bit more. You know, and extreme. <laughs> Were but, um, you there when he was there? And people must ask this yeah. all the time. Yeah, I was. How was that? Strange. Yeah, just. A bummer. I felt, everybody was felt, it a bummer? Yeah, everybody felt. Um, By the way, sick and tired the week after. Is that right? Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. And like just it was like it psychically was, draining. Yeah, it really was because yeah. it was like the second week out of three weeks, and at that point, you really know what it feels like. After in the third week, you're, you, I don't know, you just kind of know what it feels like to have that many weeks under your belt, and yeah, it Wait, just felt like week, there was towards the end. So it was like a three week chunk, I believe, and then maybe he was like. This is an example. This may not be perfectly right, but he was like the first show. Uh-huh. So during that second week, it felt like a third week. Oh, it was just like it yeah. feels like we've been at this. Who a lot was the host after him? Do you I remember? remember? No, but poor guy, poor guy, poor woman, yeah. old woman could or, be a woman, or like it could have been like <laughs> New yeah. Zealand guy. Or woman. All could be a woman. All could be a woman. Not that a woman can host. <laughs> right. Not not a party. Like right. a man can host a party, and a woman can host SNL. Yeah, yeah, of course. Yeah. I don't see gender. Yeah, of course. Well, things are different in Britain, but uh, <laughs> thank you, like. <laughs> thank you, like. Hmm. 
sneaky, cheeky little monkey. That is always, cheeky. It's whenever cheeky. British people are filthy, it always delights me more. Yeah, because they're so, they seem so proper, and then they're just like, "You ever come on a bird?" Right. <laughs> right. And not a woman, oh, God, like on a bird in flight. Dude, that happened to me recently at a party where there was a British guy, and he was so nasty. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what to do. Well, with Well, I don't want to say it, but they have a word for Chinese places, and they have a word for Pakistani people oh, that really? they use very casually. Again, I know there are people in Great Britain listening that are like, "We don't do that anymore." But yeah. I, let's just say in the nineties, I remember some very Hugh Grant seeming British uh-huh. people yes. calling a Chinese restaurant something that uses the slur for oh. Chinese people, and you're just like, "Wait, what was that?" Because wow. everything up until that word was all about like white glove and polity, and, right, and then right. suddenly it's just like, "You want to go eat it up?" Yeah, and you're like, like, "Oh, Whoa. this is different here." Things are- yeah, Oof. I feel like they're yeah, we're riffing, we're riffing, we're riffing. We're you're talking fun. about Donald Trump though. Oh yeah, audition for it. I don't know. Oh, and then um, when he was there, it was very draining. He was in there, it was, it was draining. Um, you know, he's... Any uh, weird... Was he always eating crackers or something? No, I don't think I ever saw him eat. Um, he was always, always, like, wearing the same thing, you know, like a suit and a tie. Yeah. He didn't have people with him. Really? Just yeah. a free-roaming He was just kind of walking around, just by himself. Where's their KFC? I, yeah. <laughs> I, did, <laughs> I did a sketch with him that was super funny, but, like, there were... A lot of songs in it, so we can't like re-air. Like it, uh, Tim Robinson and Zach Cannon wrote it. Um, uh, these great, great writers who wrote for me a lot. Um, and uh, yeah, it's like, wait, they couldn't, they didn't have the rights. To well, the music it, it or could something? air, it could air live, but in reruns it can't air, and they can't put it on YouTube. So it's like kind of lost. What? Which is. There's I, one I guy like the with VHSs. Which is, I know, I know, no, I know. one guy. Just one like guy. I have it. And they like because it had like pop music in it. Yeah, I'm like a dad at a dinner scene <laughs> who's like, like oh, let's put on some music, and it's like pop songs, but I'm singing them. So it's like it's going down. I'm calling Timber. You better, you know, like. And it's like, Dad, is that you? And it's like, what? You don't like it? It sucks. And I turn it off and I get mad. And but like, oh. oh, it's you on the yeah, recording. Yeah, it's me. It's a, I'm the dad. And it's like my son or my daughter is having her boyfriend over for dinner. I'm like, hey, nice to meet you. Let's listen to some music. And it's like a video. And then like. Donald Trump comes in as the record producer, like Stacy Skeeves or something is his name, and he's like, "We got to record your record." And it's like, I actually like the dad does have a record deal, and like it's not just him recording it by himself. It's this weird producer That's that comes in. So funny. Yeah, I'm probably punching it. A, this sounds like a kind of, like a condescending question. Hard to end sketches. Hard to end. <laughs> oh, okay. speaking of hard to end them, right? Which you just, I actually didn't just mean go it on that out way. Clap out. But yeah. it is hard to end sketches. It's the hardest part. Yeah. The, not, the, the wheat from the chaff is can you find an ending to the sketch? Yeah. How, Mr. Pumpkins? Yeah, you're uh, you're d- in Mr. Pumpkins. Yeah, David S. Pumpkins. Dave, yeah. I'm sorry. David S. Pumpkins? That's his name. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it. I don't know. Mr. Yeah, Pumpkins. You you're, Mr. you're probably Pumpkins. trying to be respectful. Yes. Mr. Pumpkins. Yes, Mr. Pumpkins. If we were in Congress. You don't know him that well. Hey, ho. <laughs> Congress has words that we don't say anymore. Tarto. 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 Tarto means it's a 70 30 split. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> On the vote. Yeah, respectfully. But how do you end Mr. Pumpkins? He's in the elevator. Yeah. Somebody has to come up he, with He's that. in there with us. Like, yeah, oh. that's right. right, right, right and then yeah. the picture's taken. Yes, right. That's how... The, uh, this sounds stupid, but the difference between like a professional and an amateur sketch, yeah. especially with something as silly as Mr. Pumpkins, David mm-hmm. S. Pumpkins, the Mr. Pumpkins. Is, is finding a way to heighten it and to end it. Yeah. And that was, that's not as easy as it seems. Most, it, like Somebody might write that sketch and be like, well, the joke is that he, he's not a real Halloween guy and he's silly and he does this dance. But yeah. every way that they heighten it, 
It heightens three times, yeah. if I'm remembering correctly. Mm-hmm. Different things with the butt smacks. Very basic. Yeah, yeah. And, and then, then it's, it's like, like it's, how do you end it? He's in there, and then they take the photo. That's the master yeah, It's touch. just like, a, it's, it's a, a day, still. Yeah, they just tie it up. And finally, you're screaming. Yes. Because, and that scared. resolves something that was established. Yeah. It's, right. I'm not here to say, like, I do think it's actually a, a great sketch, a brilliant sketch. Yeah. And it seems very simple. I remember people being like, this is funny. Some people right, right. resist it. Uh-huh, but there uh-huh. is a, a formula and something that's being honored in sketch. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, absolutely. And it's also like you set up that you, you guys aren't you can't scared. refuse that it like how it connected with people it's, and, and then, then you like fun. get into it. Yeah, but it's not just the ease like, of it. Is there's like a lot really, of really. It's like this is so easy, but it's that's an illusion. It's an illusion. That's what I'm saying. That's why, like, when, whenever was, I see somebody good at something, I'm like, oh, I can do that. That's right. And they're just so good at it that they make you think you can. This do is it. the thing with sketch, especially, is you watch and you're like, I could do that. I know what it is. Uh-huh. You, you come in like massive head wound Eddie or Dana Carvey's character. He's like, right. you just have a head wound. Yeah, but you need to figure out. And this is what you learn in improv and this is the way you learn in sketch writing is like you introduce the idea, you heighten the idea, and then you resolve it in some way. Mm-hmm. So even though it's stupid or simple, yeah. establishing that you guys are not sure why David S. Pumpkins is scary. Right, right. And then screaming at the end. In our lizard brains or primate brains, we're just like, it paid out. Yeah, yeah. They screamed. And that makes it feel like the end of a sketch. Right. I mean, and the the difficult thing is, like, I wish that it could be, like, you kind of only know what works when you hack away at it forever. You know what I mean? Like, it's just like, I always, like, for a while, I've thought, like, oh, if it's a good idea, I'll know when I pitch it to somebody. Yeah. And, like, and if they like it, They'll be able to see where it goes right away, and that's a good idea. Yeah. But a lot of times, it'll be like, maybe something like this. Right. And people will say they don't want to do it, and then somebody else will think it's funny, or... You mean the other writer? Yeah, another writer will think it's funny, and then it's just, you have to get into it to figure out that it's great, and to make it great, you know what I mean? It's like, and they're, they're all different. Like, sometimes, like, you know, the endings are so hard, like, so often it's like, you get to page six out of, like, a nine page sketch, and you're like, you're laughing so much and then it's like oh god where does it go yeah and then it's like oh none of this really adds up right it's not on a track and then you kind of like fold in and that's when you almost like writing a a standard joke you go like can we introduce something i imagine yeah in the beginning that we can then pay off at the end it's almost like a couple weeks before christmas you start calling someone turtle head just so you can give them a turtle (laughs) yeah But you have to like think ahead. It's right, like, hey, right. I'm turtle head. Turtle head. Remember turtle head. That's what I called you. Turtle, turtle. And then Christmas, you give oh up. Oh my turtle. god, it's I'm our a, thing. I'm, I'm gonna try to start doing that. Just like be like before Christmas, be like, hey, here's a thing. <laughs> Honestly, instead of instead of listening to them and what they want in their life, be like, no, tell them what yeah. they want. Sheets are great. <laughs> Your sheet. But what's interesting about SNL is it is this like living organism, right? So let's let's say I know you didn't uh, I'm a, did you write David S. Pumpkins? No. Okay. So let's say you it did. It was a yeah, okay. Let's say you did. Mm-hmm. Or or we could take one that you wrote, but we're both familiar with David S. Sure. Talk about David. You write it. When you are pitching it, either in the room or to other writers or other performers, you almost like have to hope that they're in the mood for that kind of sketch. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like there's a time in the day when I might write a sketch like that, but when you're looking to collaborate, you sort of have to hope to find them also in that mood. Absolutely. Then you also have to hope that Lauren and the room is in the is mood. Is in the mood, like, and the when, host is good for it. That's and right. Can deliver it. Um, Will they get it? 
right? There's right. a million things going. So like so stand up is so on. solitary, and you're just like. Unfortunately, right. sometimes I feel burdened that I don't feel as silly as I'd like when I'm performing, and mm-hmm. I have a bit that's very silly. But then you just kind of dig deep, listen to lose yourself a few times backstage, yeah. do some pull ups, and then you find it. And then you and then you get in the mood. You get in the mood, but in, at SNL, you sort of you're at the mercy of an organism of so many other people. Does, that, does it feel that way? Oh, absolutely. It's yeah, not yeah. just the Beck, Beck, Beckery show. No, 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 no. <laughs> it's it's anything but. I right. Feel like, you know. And sometimes you get lucky. With the timing of when something is pitched, or or or, or yeah. the room or, is very silly when you read it, right, right, um, yeah, or it's just like, or even like um, the audience doesn't know you yet, so yeah. like, and then you know when you're there for four years, people are like, you're the new guy, That's you so know, because you're finally like they know you, yeah. Whereas like three years later, three I, years. Remember, I remember seeing SNL and being like, who's that person? It's you know still what I mean? for a couple of years, me. yeah, I yeah, know. of course. You're like what? I'm, yeah, that, that's, I just got used to the, and now there's yeah. The, it it's it's such a like a factory. It's yeah. like brings in and out people. It's it's pretty wild to be. I there know. To see them. It, it 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 seems uh, tense. Do you vibe yeah. with the? Li- this I have two questions. Do you yeah. vibe in general with the lifestyle? And then two, the week after Trump, if you guys were feeling a little bit weird, mm-hmm. I think the whole country felt weird about it there was all that pressure and nobody like tapping yeah i remember i i was too much of a coward because i don't i don't know i i almost tweeted if he wins i blame lauren (laughs) (laughs) right just you know i i don't really believe that but there is an element of like we were bummed out that it seemed to go so well like he didn't it didn't, he didn't shit the bed. Right, right. And then things worked out for him. So it's like, well, what if this didn't happen? Right. It's right. A, well, people said that about George W. and, and Will and Ferrell's Will yeah. thing. And is that it was like humanizing and all that sort of stuff. Yeah, yeah. But um, anyway. I think, yeah. It, yeah, I, I can't really. Well, my you know, question was, what was it like the week but, after? If you guys were low, Yeah, it must have been hard. As opposed to the week after, say, Tom Hanks. I'm yeah. sure people are like, this is amazing. This is a fun so job. Great. This is working. Yeah, we have shows yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, but then it was, I mean, I, I can't remember exactly. I just remember feeling kind of sick. But yeah. it, I think it was just kind of nice to have that weight lifted a little bit. Um, yeah. Just, oh, maybe you got the like free and we can, now we can not. Now we can relax a little bit and not have that presence around. Yeah. Yeah. Did, yeah. Well, how could you possibly represent that? Nobody there regrets having him there i'm sure the cast probably feels divided yeah i think i mean well that's 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 I, this I isn't think, tmz yeah i'm no. not looking for a scandal no no i know <laughs> I, I, th- I think it's pretty clear that a lot of people were not excited about well i like it, when but... lin-manuel got to call him a piece of shit yeah like a few weeks later that was great that it was, was great. that was that almost seemed like the punchline to the setup yeah anyway um I, it is it is kind of like whatever you know the the way the show works in that way with politics. I, I just it's kind of it's beyond me and a lot of us. I think like you know I'm not running that show. I'm not like I didn't get into comedy to be involved in politics necessarily. Right. You know, and I think the what what Lawrence like Lawrence a very perspective show yeah it's so political. Lawrence perspective is so much different than mine. So it's like hard for me to be an expert. Right. Where he's had so much experience there. Right. And I think a lot of his what he tries to do is I think. Um, be as open to as much of the country as possible. Oh, interesting. Um, so I not always, to push people away and to really like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And so, so sometimes that like doesn't work out. People for, are going to watch. I always thought it was just like, just as simple as like, my job is to get people to, to watch the show yeah. and to have the show remain and be relevant. 
it is. But and I mean, it is sort of this like here we are talking about it, you know, and we are you're right, and it's still a big part of our culture. Like, yeah, I mean, it's and the show does seem to be like pull push it the other way in a in a very very liberal way. That's why yeah. that's why I, I I favor the ratings theory more, and that not that that's a terrible thing to mm-hmm. want people to want to watch the show and all that stuff, right? But I mean, like it seems very. I don't think anybody that like loves Trump watches SNL anymore. Probably not. I think it's maybe the people that are more in the middle, yeah, or maybe kind of like I don't know how I feel, right? That's you know what I mean. And that, you, yeah. Those are the people that you want to. You don't want to push away that's my that's my mom not that my mom's yeah. staying up to watch snl but she's a republican but she doesn't necessarily like she doesn't like trump right we haven't right. really talked much about it but i know she doesn't like trump yeah but uh so she would enjoy a good r- <laughs> roasting right it's maybe the people that like could have voted for him that are maybe like oh i don't know if he's yeah this was the anyway choice. do you like the, the the lifestyle that's what i that's always interesting to me <sighs> um you know yes and and no it's <laughs> It does sound kind of like a nightmare. I, I've said to everyone that's on the show, I'm like, it sounds yeah. unnecessary, though. Let's start at 10 a.m. I know. Let's get well, some coffee and I mean, some like bagels. Most, most days start it at noon, yeah. but they go until 6 a.m. the next day. You know Why? What I, mean? so, I, I don't know. It's just like, again, it's like... That's, it's mojo. It's not, I mean, if any, like, obviously... It, I don't know. It's not for me to decide and be like, we should start at noon. Like there yeah. could be reasons yeah. for things that, you know, the people who run the show what? have convictions about. Um, I think it's just like tradition. Like there's so much tradition and history there. Yeah. So like to keep those traditions in place, there's just, it, it keeps that, that power there. There's right. like, there, there's years of tradition that are just like, you can feel it. And it's just like a, an old style of, 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 show of, that they of don't entertainment that right. is like still relevant but still old school and there's you know nothing like it um yeah no, so i, I think it, it's definitely like now that i've gotten through some of the maybe the harder years of figuring it out i am like i want to appreciate this as much as possible while yeah. i'm there yeah um but uh yeah it's it can it's so draining um and to and now to be able to deal with it it's like exercising helps therapy helps you know like yeah. being my best self Isn't that so that crazy? i can exercise and therapy is something chevy chase was not exercising or no going to therapy. no no i don't yeah unless you count cocaine as right exercise <laughs> well, that's therapy and, thera- <laughs> and that's what i mean therapy every it, day no. it's such an indication of how we're different as a generation of yeah. if i was on snl i'd be swimming or something like there would be yeah. no i just roll in and we just sort of do it you know yeah you, you would have to be taking care of yourself yeah i i, I mean I think so. I mean, you, some people, you know, sometimes you don't, and you just kind of like get more frustrated. It's more of like a personal, right, thing. I guess. Like was it I, a struggle at first? Did you uh, have to make yeah. those alliances or whatever to like try and get people to write for you? Or yeah, yeah. I mean, I was so scared when I got there. Were um, you on your first week? Was I what on my first week? Were you on camera your first week? Yes, it was Tina Fey. I did something. We all. I mean, the, the crazy thing also is our first year. It was initially six of us hired and then seven uh-huh. of us hired. And then the following year, it was three of us left. So it was a big transitional year. They brought in seven they brought new in people. seven and four yeah. were gone the next year. Holy shit. So like <laughs> – so so think about just like a regular first year at SNL. And then there was like – you could feel that they were like trying to figure it out. Yeah. And that it wasn't like we don't know about any of you. Yeah. <laughs> 
And it was like, okay, great. This isn't hard enough already. Whoa. Um, so it was, you know, it was tough. It was tough. People are dropping. And yeah. you were part of a group. Which was helpful and which was like with Kyle and Dave. Right. Yes. The three of us came in together. And then, But then Nick, who I know, wasn't yeah. brought in. So you're already sort of dealing with some of that showbiz agony. Yeah. Like you're thinking about your own neck. And then, unfortunately, some of your friends weren't carried through. Yeah. I'm not saying, again, I'm not looking for any sort of scandal here. Yeah. I'm just saying, I think that's a lot to deal with. It People is. People are dropping like flies. And you then, weren't even like, able bring to our bring friend your with friend us, in. And then we're yeah. here with seven other people, and we're all kind of like, what's going on? What's going on? What's going you know, on? And then you like, turn to your left, and one of them's gone. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you turn to your right, the person you were just talking to is gone. Yeah. They're like, <laughs> yeah. It's, it, yeah. <laughs> it's like a funny and people are preview. spinning out and just like yeah and all the while you're trying to get on air yeah like i, I really like jay moore's book gasping for airtime mm-hmm. have you read it i haven't, I haven't. It, well it, it talks a lot about the pressure of what it's like trying to yeah. fred was like they said if you don't make a sketch on the first episode right. you're not going to be in the which, which is crazy to me i can't believe that <laughs> It's, and that's so weird because it's like <laughs> if that's true, it's so different for everybody. They really, like, it's like they, a lot of the, the things are the same, but they change. It's just their like, technique. They bring in people in different ways, and they just like deal yeah. with people in different ways. So Tina Fey was the host, and you got on. That had to feel. Yeah. I mean, you're looking. For, you're looking to ring the bell, right? You, yeah. You need I was to... like, I had like a line in a sketch where I was like a, I don't know, I was like a a kid who was just kind of like whatever I was like kind of like I mean like I don't know dad or something like that and then we like danced in the monologue where we like pulled off our pants and we had these like shiny gold shorts and we were like dancing that's hilarious and she was like called out each one of us or something <laughs> um yeah I mean it was yeah it was super it was it was crazy it was like I remember feeling like things in my gut like waking up in the morning like before the first table read and feeling a pain in my stomach yeah. that I'd never felt before. Really? I'd be like, oh, I'm just so scared of being like thinking that I was going to get fired. I Were was you like, able like to the eat writing part, and sleep and the writing what? The writing was, was super tough. It was, I mean, you know, Tuesday, just like around 11 PM, I'm like in my office just staring at a screen. Ugh. People are laughing in the hallways. That made me sick. Yeah. Made, that made me sick. Ugh, it's, it's hard. It's the worst. And you're like, you're walking around like, hey, what's up? Yeah. <laughs> and you like go in and like. It sounds like terrible high school. I, I understand yeah. that it's also wonderful and it gets wonderful. Yeah. But like those first. And you either thrive in that or you look for a way to survive. I mean, I know that's where like Mulaney made his like his alliances. He makes comedy friends yeah. for life. Yeah. You figure out who you work well with and, and that's how you survive. But boy, I relate hard. I relate to the guy laughing in the hallway, luckily now. Yeah. And I hard relate to the guy looking at the screen <laughs> going, what's everyone laughing at? Yeah. I mean, I was – I feel like I was – you know, we're all – we all experience – both of them there, I think. Well, you're doing the and, thing. The, the pressure that made you a comedian, at least partially, yeah. is being recreated Absolutely. at the office. Yeah. Like, hey, guys. Yeah. Hey, back. Someone I, calls you back. Right. Well, that's, <laughs> that's, that's an interesting thing. Being there, like, it was, it was an interesting process from going from, like, trying to be good and then embracing being stupid so that people Dude, could see what's, what's funny about me. BTUs. What's that? What's a BTU? Yeah. It's like, uh, you like embrace. Because you come in and you're like, I'm good. I should be here. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Right. Right. And, right. Then like, and then like the funniest things I do are accidents. And then it's like, oh, I'll just like let myself be naturally foolish. It humbled you. Yeah. And then people are like, oh, that's 
that's what's funny about you. And it'd be like, oh, I didn't know that really. I, or I kind of knew that, that is... but that's embarrassing. So then you kind of lean into that and open up to it. I think that might be the genius of Lauren. I'm pro Lauren, mm-hmm. by the way. I made that yeah. Trump joke. But I'm just saying, like, I think I, I get little glimpses of what he's doing. And sometimes I wonder what kind of heat we all need under us. I know. Because Judd does it to me, too. And I right. would say it's that very if he similar was here, guys. And... Judd, Judd knows that. Judd knows how to push me in, sur- in very subtle and very gentle and friendly ways. Yeah. None of it is overt. It's, I've never been like, he just wa- he, he wants to get a certain type of work out of me. Yeah. So he'll ask for this and he knows I'll do it this way and then he'll ask for it this way. And then that gets me out of my own head. Like, really? So I'm like, so, oh. so is it, do you see it as him like being direct with you or playing? Is it like more I don't like know he's kind of like doing things that are indirect to like. If it, was a, if it was a game, I would think he was think, sitting around thinking about it. Yeah. What I think he's learned to do is to be, and I mean this, be very in the moment. And he knows I'm thinking of 10 different ways to do something. And yeah. he's playing the, the role of the guy that's just like, I'm just here. Uh, maybe you should do that. So we'll say, uh-huh. like, we'll be like, um, I have an idea for an episode that Pete does this. And then he goes, or maybe Pete dies. Like he'll uh-huh. just, he's just always throwing us off our axis. And, really, and that helps yeah. us. And that helps He's always like, we'll be like, what if Pete and um, Lauren and George, I'm using character names and actor names, we have a three way. And he's like, what if Leaf has sex with Pete? <laughs> you know, uh, like he always wants to like whatever we up, say. He's and... trying to, and and you know what? I've had friends pitch me shows, yeah. And I realize I'm learning to do what he does, and I have to imagine what Lauren does, which people yeah. get very precious about their ideas, mm-hmm. and then they'll just kind of lightly tap it. It all falls apart, and then when you rebuild it, so what's it's, happening it's though stronger. Yeah, is yeah, yeah. you back are the idea. So and you he's just come like, in. He's, re- he's like, and he wants to recreate. You. He's like, fail, get better, fail, which get which is better, I think why he favors younger people. You know, yeah. like there's not a lot of Daryl Hammonds. There's a lot of Pete Davidson. I, I, yeah. I'm not trying to bring up scandal. <laughs> I'm just saying, like he likes young Sandler. Yeah. He likes young yeah. talent. I mean, I think he, what I've heard is that he likes people that are like aren't set in their ways yet. Yes, you know, so that like they're not, they don't. They they can't come into the show and be like, well, I've already been. This has already been working. That's for right. Me. Don't tell me what to do. I know, like I'm already set. That's why it's because me. Then it's like there's not as much. Thirty nine going like repitch that sketch. It worked. At the, like that yeah. is the energy you don't want. Right. You I want mean, the guy that goes like, no, let's think of something new. Iceberg yeah. boat. Let's move. Yeah, that's just and that's just because you're forced to. But everybody everybody's going like, let's do that again. What the fuck? <laughs> like that's like everybody. <laughs> that's what everybody's thinking. But they just they just can't. They don't have yeah. any power there. What they did you that. audition with? Um, I auditioned with three impressions and three characters. I had like, you know, not done stand up, So like doing my type five was terrifying. So you did like a five minute monologue. Five minute. Yeah. And like. Of what? Of just you being you? Three impressions. Three oh, characters. no. That, oh, the audition itself is five minutes. Yes. Oh, okay. And I had, I submitted a tape. Uh, like, you know, they were losing a lot of male cast members. <clears throat> um, Lindsay Shookus uh, had seen these AT&T commercials that I did. Oh, right, like, dude. Yeah. I forgot. Yeah, um, I even researched so that. Those are so good. Thank you. You've come up on this podcast before as people that kill something so hard in a commercial yeah. that they then, people are sort of like, well, get that guy. Oh, let's take him out of commercials. <laughs> yeah. And that's actually when we met. Do you remember that? Doing Doug, uh, Doug Loves Movies. Oh, shit. I do. You do? I do remember. I used to be. And I was, he was like, I like those commercials. Come do this. And I was like, I was at a very different place because I was just, I mean, reasonably different place because I was like, I'm doing commercials now. Pre-S. Pre-S and kind of like post-GN. 
Prius. Uh, I drive a Prius because I haven't been on it for now. <laughs> you're Prius. I'm Prius. You're a Tesla. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that doesn't make any sense. No, no, that doesn't stick out. Um, but yeah, no, that was Prius and, and you and, were on just because of the commercials. Yeah, and I was kind of like, I'm a commercial guy. And I was like, you know, that was a time where I was like, am I just going to be a commercial guy now? Am yeah. I like this AT&T guy? Am I going to find a way to break out of this? And then, You mean the Verizon guy? What's that? Isn't he the Verizon guy? Yeah. Then he became the Sprint guy. Then, yeah. Which is, I mean, no disrespect to that guy. It made me a little sad. Oh, yeah. I mean, I guess it's good that he got the Sprint thing. Yeah. But I know I had heard that that guy was an, is an actor. Yeah. And Tried that, to go off and do his own thing. And then he was like, I'll just do Sprint now. Exactly. I think it, it, it yeah. seemed like a, a another cash in. And that's great. And I'm sure he's in Bora yeah. Bora right now. Yeah. Not listening to this podcast. But um, just living. I somebody told me a story about that guy, and they said, "What do you do?" And this is when the commercials were running. He said, "Well, I used to be an actor because mm. he felt like it took his career away." Yeah. So you were in threat, golden yeah. handcuffs, like a golden nice handcuffs. problem. Yeah. I was like, "This is great. This is my first time like making money." Yeah. In my life, and... more than a hundred k. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <wait. laughs> Yeah, yeah, it was great. They aired, they were, it was like crazy. And like for a while, it was such a fun time. I still have the stubs, the checks from like, I would get like six residual checks at a time. I was getting checks every day. My my mailbox was broken because it, they were stuffed filled with checks. Wow. And I would like check the mailbox every day. Yeah. We did 28 of them. 28. 28. Okay. And it was yeah, like, and, and every time day. we did some, we would renegotiate. No yeah. fucking shit. And then, and then eventually, after like a year, this they were like, "Let's a do a danger wank." Yeah, let's do what? <laughs> let's do a contract. Get the fuck yeah. into my. Cabin. And then that was right after, right, right before SNL. Whoa! And they, so you and were wanted, coming in? Go ahead. They wanted to do some more, and Lauren was like, "Nope." <gasps> I hope that's. I hope that's okay that I say that. You can edit it out. Um, Note the time. I and he was like, "You're SNL. We don't want you to be known for that," which is. Which is what I was afraid of. Yeah, I understand. You know what I mean? But I was like, oh, the money's great. But he ended up doing, you know, what, helping me, obviously, and so doing funny. what was better for my career. I don't, because I don't have to be careful about what I say. Uh, yeah. really, it's not that bad. I remember Mulaney was moving, and Lauren said to him, he was like, well, you need to get all new furniture. When you move, you don't move a couch to a new place. You get new furniture. And oh, that's God, when we were so like, hard. that is so... With respect, yeah. like that's not how people are living. <laughs> yeah, no, I know. I, I recently asked. That's so low. He's like, no, you can't do the commercials. Like, no, I, I kind of need, that need money. these. Like, because I don't think because you know that first year, seven cast members. I was like, let me do these. Yeah, I'm gonna be set forever. That's so that, funny. I recently asked Lauren. I was like, do you ever wash dishes? Because I was like, whenever I'm washing dishes, I'm like. There's no way Lauren does this. That's like, so no funny. Way does this. Like, when we finish a meal, you get new dishes. Yeah, you just get a new set. You want to start over. I yeah. mean, I, I every can... week it's you know every week new dishes. You know? <laughs> Saturday it's a you new can't set of dishes. The yeah. Dishes yeah. every week. Yeah, <laughs> I want newspaper of that week's stories baked into my plates. That's yeah. how I know they're yeah. that yeah. week made. Um, so anyway, we're saying oh, we're saying the commercials, commercials. But you were going into SNL oh, financially with. secure. I so was. That's kind of nuts. It was nuts. See, E Trade wasn't uh, that oh, yeah. crazy. I did the E Trade. Yeah, that's right. Movie. And we, I think we, yeah, we were talking. Yeah, we t- maybe did we mentioned that yeah. briefly when we did. I'm sure he did because Doug loved talking about that stuff. Yeah, which was funny. Um, I think I told the story where one time on Doug Loves Movies, he had me riff as the E Trade baby. Yeah, because you were on it all the time. 
Yeah, I did yeah, a lot. Yeah. And then I did some riff that I was like, I'm going to lose that job. Yeah. And I had to like beg Doug to take it out. Really? I was like, please edit it. How long were you doing this? The, well, that's the thing is it was, it was like three, four years maybe. Uh, voiceover too? It was voiceover, but yeah. it wasn't that many spots. Oh, okay. It was like maybe four spots. Oh, so I'll, you're doing 22 spots. Yeah, 28 in like 28. a year and a half. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, 28, I think, maybe 29. I don't know. 28 uh, and you renegotiated yeah i had a contract would, right out the gate no oh, complaints really? but that's why yeah. i was like i made about one hundred and fifty thousand. it's great money yeah but i think i mentioned you know lawyer agent manager all that stuff yeah you're looking at a, at a decent thing for very very little work but it's not what people think it is but yeah. it sounds like when people yeah, thought is, that i was loaded they were thinking about you they were thinking about me <laughs> over crazy over a million to say i don't know what else to say <laughs> oh man and you got people calling for money now <laughs> oh i love yeah, it man. when you you auditioned for it i did so actually it kind of has to do with snl yeah Be- well obviously um <laughs> But, I'll never forget your face <laughs> at over a million. That was the funniest. It's the only time, well, one of the most recent times I've wished this was a video podcast. Yeah, yeah. Because your face. Just like red. But it did everything. Yeah. It said like, this isn't polite. I don't want to talk know. about this. And all the thoughts ran through my mind. It was, who would hear it? What would happen? You looked, yeah, there was a novel on your face. Yeah, there was yeah. a lot of intel. It was so. So anybody listening, Beck is a class act and a gentleman in his oh. face said everything oh, that, it, that he yeah. needed to um i was asking if you auditioned for those commercials yes i did so i went in i had been doing stuff on youtube with good neighbor and working with this company maker studios and they i, I like didn't have any money and they were like do your own channel we'll give you some money and so i had to come up with like ideas for this channel wait what how did that happen you, good neighbor was got a deal with a with maker studios oh i'm sorry you said yeah that. yeah and then like because they, wa- they saw you perform live? They saw our videos, and one of the owners... Reached uh, out? Reached out. Oh, that's great. Yeah, this guy, Kasim G. Um, he's a big YouTube guy. Um, we started working with him, and they were paying us to write for him, and then we were also getting like an advance for our own stuff. Anyway, um, I was at a, basically, they were like, we'll give you an advance to start your own channel and start making content, which is something I didn't really want to do, because I was like, I'm in a sketch group. Anyway... I started making these videos called Fresh Perspectives where I interview kids <laughs> I about... I read that on your Wikipedia. Really? Yeah. Fresh Perspectives, Fresh Perspectives. is such a hilarious oh, name. That's what, um, I'm not just saying... Fresh Perspectives... I was like... I, yeah. It's such a funny name. Like in what way? Like, no, in, like I mean, so bad? No. Yeah. I was like, that's how I know you're like funny. Fresh, no, perspective Fresh Perspectives is what a funny person <laughs> who knows what extra means yeah. like wouldn't call a sketch group. Yeah. I'd call it like chatting with kids or something (laughs) what do the kids think yeah Yeah, get brain (laughs) get brain prank yeah but i saw this channel as like i'm like oh it's like a tv channel like i'm i want to make things i actually wanted to make things that would have a way to be passed around because i saw it as a way of like not having to get go back to waiting waiting tables yeah yeah sure you know i was like this is not a creative outlet necessarily because it's just me so I did the show where I was talking to kids about politics, and it did kind of people watched it a little bit. But, but I went into this. You, so you just had that idea, yeah? Because it is funny. I like, was like, it's the right flavors. It's like serious, deep voice guy. Yeah, that's yeah. funny, obviously. Mm-hmm. But you seem like a, you know, you seem like a regular guy. 
Yeah. Like, that's sort of the genius of it is it's like... It's very straight. Like, I'm just very... It's like a newscaster. Yeah. I, I, like, I thought of so it as So you like, were like, I, you saw... You had one of those moments outside of yourself where you're like, I think I know why I'm funny. I'm funny like this. Yeah. Yeah. So and I can play huge. this. And, yeah. So you were saying, sorry. Thank you. Um, but I was like, it's like Colbert Report meets Kids Say the Darnest Things. Yeah. And I went into this audition and that's what they had on the board was like AT&T commercials for the NCAA bracket. It was like online non-union spot. Colbert Report meets Kids Say the Darnest Things. And I went up to the casting director and was like, I do this. She's like, okay, great. Send in. I was like, no, pull it up on YouTube. Fresh Perspectives. I do this. She saw it. She's like, oh, you you do exactly this. But you've made it. You stopped her? I stopped her. I was like, no, check it out. tell your grandkids. Yeah, I was like. I just tried to send me on my way. Yeah, I was like, nope, watch it right now. I was like, check it out. And I was felt so convicted. And I didn't feel like bossy or rude. And I was like, no, no, look. And she saw That's it. That's such a key. Yeah. And then Yorma Takone yep. um, directed the spots, uh-huh. um, which That's I lucky. still feel, I always feel self-conscious about saying. The commercials? Saying. Yeah, the commercials. So wait, did so you get I, it based on the videos? I, she showed Yorma the videos and he came up to me in the callback and was like, hey, what's up, buddy? Uh, I saw the, <laughs> I saw your stuff. Like he kind of whispered to me. He's like, you, I'm going to make sure you get this because you already do this. Um, but I can't tell you that right now. Oh my god, uh, he's such a sweetie. He's so sweet. Love him. Um, so he like pushed for me because they wanted to go with somebody older. And then when I got the job, I told him I was like, I'm in this group, Good Neighbor. He's like, Oh, I know Good Neighbor because like that year they had they they had seen some of our videos and they had pushed they had recommended Kyle, I believe, mm-hmm. <clears throat> to audition for the show. Um, he's like, Oh, I know your sketch group. And then we did these these spots. I'm sorry, like I don't even know what end I'm getting to now. But um, we did these spots and they were non-union and they were like, I pushed for them to be like improvised. I was like, trust me, like, and like Norma would just yeah. call out from behind camera and it was like this sort of scary moment. But like, I think maybe I had like some- You pushed it. Well, I was like, you, you need to have them improvised. Yeah. Like you can't have them scripted. And like not. we would like write some stuff out and like it just wouldn't work. Yeah. And then we did them as these like online spots- and they were so successful that, like, they were like, we're going to try it as, like, a national commercial. And that's when you renegotiated the first time. Yeah. And then every time we would do, like, three days, and every time it was, like, a renegotiation. And then I did them with Yorma um, the whole time. And then, Whoa. you know, and then SNL followed after them. That's amazing. Yeah. I love those moments. And I feel like I can see you're in house in New York. <laughs> that's where you were auditioning. And you said, no, 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 pull it up. No, no, pull it up. Pull it up now. No, you pull it up. No, you pull it up. No, this is my Trump audition. Uh, no, you pull it up there. <laughs> I want to look like a ship. No, I already did this. I already made this. It's mine. I own you it. You did, dude. Yeah, I did. It, that Do was you... such a pivotal moment. That but it also it. feels very providential, something you were already doing. Yeah. Like, what? Yeah. And I was like, oh. And, like, specifically seeing it described that way. Like, what's going which on Which is not, like, there? amazingly No, it is amazing. But, like, it's no, like. it's crazy. It's like, that's. Exactly how I described the thing I was doing. And then, you know, Yorma did it. And I think, you know, helped us, help me with the process love, of getting you, the show. There's like, so many stories of someone going like, I can't tell anybody, but you're definitely going to get the part. Yeah. And then you don't get the part. Oh, I mean, yeah. There's a million stories like so that. So many stories. Like, like he that. probably, I mean, it was risky to do that. It was risky to do that, yeah. <laughs> For him. But, even as yeah. the director, I have to imagine someone can go like, no, it needs to be Andy Rooney. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we need an old guy. Yeah. But you did it. Yeah, and he oh, pushed yeah. for it and got it, and then we did all these commercials and then got on. The- but then, how do you make so, sure you don't become commercial guy? I don't know. I was like auditioning, like you know, there wasn't. I was like getting host offers, and I was like, should I do this? Should I do this thing to host shows? Yeah, well, like to host, like, but like not like I don't know, like sh- 
travel shows or like eating sh- I don't, like it was like shows on like CNN or something and I was like eating oh. with kids yeah eating with kids <laughs> um, what do you think of that sandwich but it was like around that time and I don't know I started I got um, they were like they're curious about you and I did some characters um, I did a showcase at IO in for LA. SNL yeah um, flew in for it I was shooting a movie in Austin flew in for it and um, did wait you're doing movies I, from the commercial movie. Small movie. From the it was like some friends. Some not even really oh. from the commercials. Just some other friends. Um, but um, yeah, I did Baby Boss, <laughs> which is a character I've done on the show, which is very silly. Have you seen this character? I, I'm aware of Baby Boss. Okay, and then I'm and like, then, and then Baldwin stole that from you. Huh? Yeah, and then he did he Boss stole, Baby. Well, he did Boss Baby. He did Boss Baby. He did flip those words. He flipped it. Um, and then I did like a character where I was. Uh, I think Alec Baldwin wrote that movie. By the way. Yeah. Yeah. It was his idea. We I never know how showbiz works. But it was also, the book was, ra- I like. I was like, what the, what's going on? And then saw that it was a book written in 2010. Oh, really? And, yeah, it was probably being developed since then and bought. Uh, you, you know, know when I was E-Trade, baby. Baby um, stuff. Both baby stuff. I know yeah. we both did baby stuff. Yeah. There was always an untitled E-Trade movie, baby, mo- uh, movie going around. Really? That I always thought became Boss Baby. Oh. But it was live action. Yeah, I guess it's. But then they were like, "How does baby. the baby walk around?" Like, then no one could get over the idea that, like, a baby, a real life baby, boss baby, yeah. can walk. Yeah, but a real baby, it's gonna look like fucking scary Ally McBeal. Yeah, yeah, you can't do. I that. I don't want that. Yeah, I don't want can't, a, a you can't baby. do that. So you did boss baby. Did boss baby? Did a character that's like did a you jealous use the prop, friend. like the baby body. I had like a notebook. <laughs> And like I just shoved it in my mouth and waved it around and like ripped it up and threw it on the stage <laughs> and like, stared at it and stuff. Uh, <laughs> and, uh, and then I did a jealous supportive friend that's probably somewhat based on me, um, like hearing like a friend get a job and being like, "You got it? That's amazing. You're set. That's I'm so happy for you." And just being trying to be like super supportive, and, but being like dying inside. You're set. You're, You're set. set. That's amazing. You got how many episodes? <sighs> So happy for you, man. And just like, that's awesome. <laughs> that uh, is good. Yeah. Again, this should be a video podcast. That face. Was, that, face that was kind of perfect. Uh, Intense uh, hatred. Oh, I'm so face. happy for you. That's awesome. That's um, really awesome. Yeah, and then there's some impressions. And What were the impressions? Impressions. You don't um, have to do them. Um, no, no. I, I'll say them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I just want you to say uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Oh, uh, yeah, I know. Oh. That was my uh, first year when I finally uh, passed away. Uh, <laughs> oh, you're oh, I, first, I was like, I can't tell if you're doing like, oh, that's so sad. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm coming. What did I do? I was like, I'm coming. Yeah. Oh, it was something <laughs> stupid. Like he works at a Taco Bell or something. Of course. Maybe at first that's what I was like. Man, what do you want? I, I can't <laughs> do it. Right now. It was like something about like finding, finding somebody you, and hurting what do you, what do you them. Want? I'm going to, you want to. I'm gonna find you. Where are you? I'm gonna find oh, from you. Tom, and I'm from gonna Mission Impossible. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hurt I'm gonna him. I'm gonna hurt him real bad. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna find him. I'm gonna hurt him. I'm gonna hurt him. I'm gonna rip their face I'm off. Gonna <laughs> I'm gonna shit in their uh, I'm gonna shit in their throat. Go <laughs> <laughs> uh, to Taco Bell. Yeah. Uh, okay, that's excellent. That and uh, Christoph Waltz and Tobey Maguire. Ooh. Which I don't think I can really do them. I haven't done them in years. So. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Josh Rubin did a great Christopher. Josh role. Rubin. Oh, great. So great. He's incredible. He's incredible. He's so fun. And he had the, what did he, avocado? You got just for, a, wait, for his, for, his, clearly his touchstone from yeah. Christopher. What is it? 
Christoph, Christoph Waltz. Waltz was avocado. Avocado. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, and you get yourself a little avocado. I can't do it. I, yeah, I can't even find it right now. That's super fun. How do, and now I told Freddie Fred, I was like, yeah. I always was worried when I was married that I would get SNL. That's a stupid concern. Right. But that it would be hard. This is not yeah. a leading question. I, was, I sure. just did Conan's podcast and I was talking about how people project like they don't want you to be happy so they're like wow married must be hard with the schedule you know right like, right i want to tell you that's not what i'm doing uh-huh but I'm no asking but how you find question. it yeah how, how i find how you blend like you know having not even a marriage just a relationship yeah i mean and a life and a show that's like i'll be we done all of your time at 5 a.m yeah. and then we're back at 10 a.m the next day yeah it's it was hard it was like it's very not Great for a lot of relationships, yeah. I think. Especially what does your wife done, do? She's an actress. Uh-huh. Um, do it, it, is she a famous person? She's not necessarily a famous I person. I was just making sure I didn't look stupid. Yes. That's all it was. Her name's Jessie Hodges. Yeah. Incredible woman. Is that her? I love her. Yes. That's a really I her. do love her. She's my okay. wife. Um, because that could have been a joke. I feel so out of the loop that there could be like this breakout star named Jesse Hodges. Yes, yeah. that the joke was that I don't know them, and I'm, I just right. don't want to look stupid. No, no, no. Jesse um, Hodges, amazing yes. actress. Yes, she's she just finished shooting second season of Barry. On HBO. Oh, fun! Um, Who is she on Barry? She is. Um, she plays an agent. Uh huh. Um, she's in the second season, a couple episodes. Fun, like fun, episodes. fun. Um, and how did you guys meet? We met doing a sketch through uh, these guys, Brian uh, McElhaney and Nick Kocher. They have a sketch group called Britannic, and we played. Boyfriend. I know those guys. You know those guys? Hilarious. Yeah. So funny. Yeah. Hilarious yeah. guys. Love them. Um, Nick was our officiant at our uh, wedding, but we met doing a sketch playing. BF and GF. Ooh. Yeah. We're not interested right away. And then like. In real other. life. Yeah. In real life. And then kind of like found out she was still here and like told them to invite her out. And Ooh. we kind of just started dating. And, yeah. First date. First date was Masa in Echo Park. Ooh. Uh, deep dish Chicago style pizza. Yeah. Oh, a little yeah. taste of A little of taste of Chicago. But also. But a little like, yeah. you know, that, I, I, I picked a cuisine. <laughs> yeah. A little pepperoni. That is where I'm from. That's me. You pick a dessert place based on where you're from. Yeah. So we like eat each other. It's like we try. I don't know. Is this going good? Let me know when the waiter's coming back. I'm trying to pull off a danger wank. Whoa. I should have told you about that, but I'm still doing it. Whoa. Not cool, man. We also, I took her to the observatory. Griffith Park Observatory. Good for you. But Did I, we dance into the sky? We danced in the stars. We saw a star show. It wasn't that great. But I, <laughs> I got my car washed for the date. I left my wallet at the car wash, which I oh, found no. out at the planetarium. So she ended up paying for the full date. Sweet. Very sweet. Um, Even though this is post-commercial. <laughs> Wait, wait, what's post commercial? The date? This date. No, pre pre commercial. Pre commercial. Yeah, I was living in a porch oh, with man. the rest of Good Neighbor this in is, a house in this Silver is Lake. Kim to your Eminem. Pre yeah. fame. Mm-hmm. It's the only woman you can trust. Only one I can trust. That's true. <laughs> I'm 100% kidding. <laughs> but yeah. 100% I can trust. Um, but yeah, that's, that's how we date. And we were. That's how we date. That's how we. Wait, that's how we date. That's how, <laughs> we, how date. we date. She paid. That's, I love that story. Um, you were bloated on too much Wisconsin cheese. Yeah. You went to a subpar laser light star show, uh-huh. which she paid for, which, which is fine because it's, you know, it's yeah, She can pay for that. That's fine. She can pay for she it. She can do that. Was she, was she working at the time? Um, you were both struggling, heating up struggling. beans. I think she was working at. You were grilling grilled cheeses on your car engine. Yeah. 
I was, eat, I was drinking live. oil. You drank Things were not going well for me. I was like eating chunks of brick, <laughs> <laughs> drinking oil. And I was like, why am I not working? <laughs> uh, I think she was working at like Forage at the time. You know Forage? Yeah, I know yeah. Forage. And Speranza as well. Uh-huh. They both. Um, Esperanza sounds like something you'd find while foraging. Mm. <laughs> I found some Esperanza and uh, these berries. It was, uh, a, it was a it was a fine riff. We're winding down. Yeah, we're well, yeah. I don't. We're closing up shop. I we could go back. Well, I could. I'm foraging now. Yeah, Espar- it was we could circle back and see Esperanza, if we could make it better. I'm looking for. I'm foraging for Esperanza. I have <laughs> used that. I'm foraging for Esperanza to. You know, go back to the validity of my riff. Yeah, yeah. I would say, oh, yeah, okay, what's it look like? I wouldn't say, that's foolish. Right. I'd right. say, yeah, it's three leaves. Mm-hmm. Blueberries. Yeah. Speranza. Speranza. <laughs> and then how, when did you get married? Uh, just um, three months ago. Ooh. In August. Ooh. Yeah. August. Yes. August 25th? 25th. My yeah. first uh, wedding anniversary was August 5th. Oh, really? And we dropped the bomb on Hiroshima. No, really? Go ahead and Google your wedding anniversary. Wow. And make sure. Oh, shoot. <laughs> no. I bet it's something awful. No. Well, something awful happened every day. Yeah, that's true. Right? That's true. Yeah, that's everything. Really. Yeah, definitely. So you're a newlywed. Newlywed, three months. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Does I she love come it. to tapings? I, I find going to SNL very stressful. Yeah, it is. I mean, she'll <laughs> she'll come, but she's like working here and auditioning here. That's great. Um, and shooting stuff, so... Um, so you guys live here when you're not. Yes, we have oh, a place fine. in Echo Park that that's I fine. love, and uh, yeah, we're here. And I basically go there to work. That's great. Yeah, and then I come back here every three weeks or two weeks. Well, let's talk about the meaning of life. <laughs> great. Yeah. Wait. Now that is wait. Is it possible for me to pee before? We of talk course about you that? can. I don't want to break the momentum. I really don't want no, to pee. But, uh, no, no possible. But since we're switching, yeah, moves. it's a gear shift. Go pee pee. Okay, cool. Just give it a yank, Bakery. Wait, what happened? I was doing a danger <laughs> right now. <laughs> Speaking of danger wanks, didn't Louie champion you guys? That's um, awkward. I, I'm only saying I must be a little awkward because he helped you. Uh, helped who? Good, the good, good neighbor? neighbor? Yeah. It was like know. Spielberg and Louie. That's what it says I forgot. online. I'm. I'm go. Cool. I'm glad. Yeah, you, I don't know. You don't have that conflicted. Yeah, I erased that. I guess. No, I, I, I went ahead and deleted. I don't know that. if he did. He may have at some point. Spielberg was a big one. That was like Spielberg's That huge. was like one of those benchmark affirmations of like, oh, we should keep doing this. Yeah, you know what I mean, and it was for your hook parody. Yeah, yeah. which is hilarious. <laughs> Thank you. It's like um, we had a sketch about Ray Romano that got back to Ray Romano. I can't imagine really doing a hook thing and it getting back to Spielberg. Yeah, it's, it was crazy. Val says to me all the time. She goes, "There you are, Peter." Really? Yeah, I love that with the smear in the face. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a small, very fat, sort of um, African American child. Yeah, a boy. Boy. <laughs> yeah. These riffs. Oh man, these riffs. I don't. You know. These riffs. These riffs. <laughs> these I've riffs. seen a lot of riffs. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen these riffs. I've seen a lot of riffs, but I've never seen a riff like this before. There you go. These riffs. <laughs> <laughs> oh man which that could be like that could be positive or negative these raps <laughs> oh, I don't know if he's excited or scared or... I can't tell if he likes them. Oh, yeah, can... <laughs> same with these eyes it's it's pretty like I gotta say it, it is it's so interesting to come into an environment like this is an environment that you know so well this is your home 
and I don't know this environment. Right. So sometimes it'll be like I'm I'm like gathering like I don't know how to describe it. I'm like gathering so much more information probably than you are. Of course. So sometimes in the middle of a riff, I'm like, oh yeah, I I missed that like beat because I'm like a little a little like gathering. You're a new you're you're a mammal in a new place, and you go like, huh? Towel on the elliptical. (laughs) Yeah. It's a weird towel rack. <laughs> it's a big towel rack. There's a, this there's is a the world's most expensive there. towel rack. That's what yeah. this is. Uh, and there's a yoga brick. This place is a mess. This place is a mess. This place is a mess. Wow. Do you want a Pete Holmes show, Mike? Don't say yes. That would be sad if you didn't I'm want take, one. I'm going to take both of those. <laughs> no, there's a whole bunch of them oh, right there. there. Yeah, I do want one. Do you? Yeah, <laughs> you also, I want, some, I want some Charlotte's uh, Web. Oh, you do? Yeah. You can have some Charlotte's Web. Great. I mean, only if you have it. I mean, look, look, fucking for real, dude. There's some fucking alpha brand. You swear dude. by it, right? I do. Alpha I really brand? do. Yeah. And I there's wanna... the Charlotte's Web next to it. It's. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Don't worry. I actually, about it. this is. I, I I actually do love Charlotte's Web. I love talking about it. So like, I was like, I, I think I told you, I was like a little grumpus because I didn't get my food. That's why. I ate. Oh yeah, right. Because we went you out. Need it. And they didn't give it, and I was a little grump, so I took a little Charlotte's Web, and it did help me be a little really? bit more of a silly billy. Good, good. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. hard to be silly. It, it, it is. I want to be silly all the time, and sometimes you just start to feel like a fucking grown-up. You know what I mean? You start to yeah. atrophy, and you're just like, well, you we need to be there by eight, and you forget that nothing matters and nothing is yeah. real. Sometimes I'll like start organizing <laughs> a room or something, and being like, I need like a nicer couch or like I yes. need a better chair. Or when and we it's move, like, I'm like, oh, I'm becoming like <laughs> yeah. an adult, like I'm a parent or something. Who needs that? Well, it's uh, which is fine. It's okay it, to be a parent. It, it and a can dad. be okay. Do you have kids? No, but we will try. Put a little be- beckery in the yep. back. Put a little. Beckery in the uh, put you got a, a beckery in the back. Are you opening a French beckery? Uh huh. French beckery. Yeah, I want to. I'm gonna try to pop some, put some buns, in the, buns in the oven and make a French beckery. A beckery. A beckery. It's a baguette. A baguette. A beckery. A baguette. A baguette. No, you'll beget a, a baguette. Briquette. You'll beget a baguette. Oh, in your French beckery. Oh, these riffs. These riffs. I've seen a lot of riffs. <laughs> I've seen a lot of riffs, but I've never seen a riff like this before. Okay. Sorry. You're welcome. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Can you even begin to imagine if in six months you're on an SNL sketch that's going so badly? Yeah. Like, obviously, I don't wish that, but you do. Oh, it will happen. It will. Go, that's pr- These riffs. <laughs> Just in the middle of it? Alive? And I'm watching live. And, and I'm just like, like looking at the camera and I'm like... And it doesn't work. Oh God! It's the best and day that's of how my I life. End. And and Lauren, Lauren just walks into camera and just like punches me. <laughs> Could happen. His it's best appearance me. since offering the Beatles that check. Uh, yeah. Deep yeah, SNL ref. Deep SNL ref. I'll go deep with my SL. Deep SNL ref off of SNL ref. <laughs> so, what were you raised uh, religious? Um, not really. We were Episcopalian. Ooh. We would go to church. My grandfather was the lawyer for the church, which I forgot what oh. there's a title for that. But yeah. Like um doesn't matter. Um and I don't know either. the rector of our church was a great guy. Really cool dude. Um, close to our family. And so like I was kind of like I liked going to church and like I mean, I feel like I was like I would go on like youth group trips to like build houses in West Virginia. Oh really? In the spring, yeah, for like a week. 
but I wasn't really religious, you know. You, but you were doing some good deeds. I was doing some good and deeds. And you had like a good role model that was in the church. Yeah, I was I was like an altar boy. Oh. Yeah, for a little bit. Nice. Did a couple of those um, a year. But then, yeah, I got away from it when, you know, went to, to college. and. Um, but never super into it. Never, never super You didn't into really it. get like but any was, like fear of hell or sex shame. or No, no. But I, I was like, for a while, I was like, I'm not going to have sex until I'm married. Which is a maybe, nice... Yeah, yeah, identity. Or at, least, at least like in love. Yeah, I hear that. But I was kind of like, I think it was married and then I was like, and then in love. And then when I fell in love, you know. I, I had a lot of, like when I was in comedy in New York at the beginning, so many guys I met in, in, at the cellar and stuff yeah. all lost their virginity to prostitutes. Really? And I was thinking about that That's, recently. It's like a New York thing, yeah, I think. Totally. That they were just like, you just want to get one out of the way. Get out of the way. You don't want to like, like embarrass yourself yes. or something in front of somebody you care about. And then they <laughs> tell all their friends how bad you were. Yeah. Never mind the embarrassment of being like, tell you the truth. This isn't my first time. Yeah. I went into the hall and <laughs> tunnel practicing on prostitutes. <laughs> oh, my God. Then they go to school. You, you told me this has been like practicing prostitutes. All these guys. Yeah, but you don't tell her. Oh, no, no. You say, yeah, I'm a virgin. And then you give her like a like, toss salad and, then, and, then and then you do all And then you're so good at sex because you, you had sex with a prostitute once. And you're, you're so good. <laughs> or you Just have sex amazing. with a prostitute 15 times and you get yeah. really good. Right, yeah. and you're like, I swear it's my first time. But you're yeah. doing like some real prostitute You're doing stuff. flips. You won't kiss yeah. them. You're right. No lips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No lips. I know how sex right. is. No lips. And I give you cash. Uh, so anyway, it made me yeah. think that even though I'm not, you know, religious in that way anymore, that with my daughter, I think the care about love thing is valid. I think sex yeah. is a special I think it is thing, a, yeah. even just physiologically, even just like mentally and chemically mm-hmm. it ha- it can, some people, you know, can be more detached about it, but it can also yeah. be this very special thing. Even if it isn't, God's going to kick you into a furnace for dis, you know, disobeying yeah. him. Yeah, I never, I never had that, but yeah, I think it is a, it, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing. Hey man, Sex is great. great. Um, but you yeah. were gonna be wait till marriage, then you didn't. Yeah, and then I didn't. Then I fell in love. I mean, like it was like a girl that like in high I did theater with <laughs> growing up in high school. Yeah, I was nice. a junior. She was a senior. Um, and then, um, oh yeah, uh, that happened. Um, was I'm that trying you to just realizing I'm, that she was eighteen and you were seventeen? <laughs> no. <laughs> Oh, I guess guess maybe it was illegal. Um, I was just kind of thinking like, oh, she could be listening to this. Um, And Uh I was like, yeah, like that. But I was also trying to think of like, if I had anything. What's that? Lisa Metzger, I held her hand. Yeah. It takes two. Theater. Um, Theater. That's where we met. Um, But I was trying to think if I had anything else to say about that, that uh, process of sex. Yeah, and it being a nice thing. Was it horrible? Because I mean, you, ca- you can have casual sex. I think and have it be a very nice thing as well. Sure, but you know, um, I think it is. Yeah, it's something that. Yeah, I, I guess I don't. I want to have something more to say about it, but I'm nothing's really. Well, it's an interesting it. subject. I, I had a lot of relationship sex, and I had casual sex for a year, and that that was a very. It took a lot of. You can hear on this podcast. I had a lot of women, in particular, come on and be like, "It's not what you were told. It's, it doesn't always have to be like a fairy tale." Yes. Like lifelong commitment if you're going to kiss somebody. Right. But it took a lot of deprogramming for to you. get there. Yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Yeah, absolutely. For sure. So um, where are you at now? Do you think about so – we don't even have to say God, but do you think about like yeah. – it is weird that we're here. We can agree with that. Yeah, yeah. That we're so using consciousness, that we're aware, and that we're 
alive and things want to live. Like I look at my daughter and I'm like, she like is programmed to live. There's like a will to yeah. exist that exists obviously in nature and plants. And you watch Blue Planet and you're like, fuck. Nature right. does find a motherfucking way. It finds way. a way. It's and crazy. It's, so, in so many different... This fucking plant comes out and grabs eggs in the water and feeds it to itself. Yeah, like a little there's, there's butthole at the bottom of the sea and it just shoves it <laughs> in its mouth. And you're like, fuck, there is a, a drive that yeah. we sort of take for granted mm-hmm. that everything has to want to be. Yeah. And I find myself going like, well, what was... You know, and this is kind of a limited way to say it. What was it that set that in motion? Or like, why? I, I just don't take it for yeah. granted that life wants to exist. I, I just want to know. Yeah, who I, wound the watch? I guess. I I, I wish I, I I don't know. I just feel like we're we're not really any different than any of those things that you just talked about. Like those things <laughs> finding a way and like wanting yeah. to eat or like yeah. having finding a way to survive. And, right. Um. I because I've thought about this this question and coming on here and talking about it, but I think it's like it's very. I think uh, all, a lot of that meaning might exist just in our minds. I we think there is meaning, yeah. but like we're just we're we're we part need- of this huge system, and we're just trying to right. to to find that meaning or that 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 what what we're Dude, good at and sure. how to move forward and what you know what gives us purpose and meaning and moving forward. And I, I think happiness is a big part of that. Yeah. Um, um, and making meaning makes happiness or yes. it can make a type of happiness. Yes. I think about that with award shows and stuff and just the idea of accolades. We all know that someone just made up the Academy Awards. Yeah. You know like, what I mean? Oh yeah. But we yeah. take them so seriously. So seriously. Do you like, because we, the concept about of specialness it? Yeah. can give us the feeling of meaning. Mm-hmm. So I'm with you that we make our own meaning for yeah. sure. Yeah. Um, I, yeah. I, um, yeah, it is, it is. And it, I mean, it's different for everybody. I think people chase that probably chase those sorts of accolades and are just kind of going after those things. Yeah. Um, all the time, like, uh, certain career things. And you're like, is this going to make me happy? Is this going to make me happy? And a lot of people are probably just chasing things all right. the time, which is, they, which is fine. Um, it's funny. I'm I, actually. Go ahead. I feel like I'm. What I'm trying to do right now is like not be doing that, and just just to be trying to do things. Like I feel like people are talking so much about like self love right now and self care and doing things that not not doing things because I don't. Instead of doing things because I don't want to be a a failure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like if you're like I, when you start out, you're like, oh, I'm a comedian or I'm I'm an actor. You don't yeah. want to fail, so that, that drives you. Failure, yeah. You don't want to fail in your audition. You don't want to fail at a show. So that like does drive you to to become better at what you do, right? Um, but then later, but then at some point, it's just like, oh well, this is not really. I think a lot of people change that course at you some wanna, point. It's like that's not uh, sustaining anymore. So that drive, that purpose, or whatever, is like, oh, that's maybe not working for me. Sure. So. I'm right there with you. You want to find a way to enjoy the thing for the sake of the thing. Yeah. At the beginning, you're trying to prove it and get the star on your That's paper. like your 20s. Exactly. There's all that like uh, right. fear driving you a lot. And then I think now you're like, can I just enjoy just this day? Like even yeah. making Crashing, you'd be like, how is this going to play out in the season? But is it possible to just have a good day? Uh-huh. That's something Fred said. He was like, when I was like, do you get exhausted on set? He was just like, how do we just make this scene or this day like a yeah. good day? And yeah. I was like, that's like an older, I'm not saying Fred's older, he's older than I am. Yeah. I'm older than you are. You start figuring out like, 
can I just enjoy this for what it is? Yeah. And Instead about, of looking for what's next, right? And there's also something spiritual here. I'm not forcing it is the idea that can we just – Ramdas alert. Ramdas talked yes. about like you're in class. Why not take the curriculum? Instead of constantly trying to wonder what it means to like really lose yourself in it fully mm-hmm. and not worry too much or not extrapolate too much meaning out of it, but just be like, oh, here I am with Beck. Yeah. What the fuck? We don't know. It's interesting. But really being present for all of those feelings instead of going like, I know, but like really get in the water, swim a little bit. Uh, yes. Wait, I, I feel like I need to get back a little bit on track. Go there. ahead. With, so you're... <laughs> What I'm saying you're is you're saying just like being you're just talking just, about like being present instead what, of with wondering what, what life is about yeah. all the time. Yeah, just doing it and yeah. doing it fully for its own sake. Instead of going like, what's the point of this? Like a, a bigger like, what? What's the point? Why are we here? Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I think you might even have a shot at figuring out why we're here by doing something less, something less, uh, yeah. th- with less thinking directly about what are the implications of this. You might lose yourself enough. To actually slip into something pretty interesting. Yeah, well, I think that that's kind of what I'm, I guess, maybe what I'm trying, sort of getting at is that, like, I wonder, like, what's the point? Like, what I'm doing, like, um, I have that more existential feeling when I'm, I think I'm more focused on, uh, it's it's more coming from, like, what should I be doing? Yeah. What's the point of it? But, like, when I'm just, like, more appreciating myself and trying to be okay with who I am, yeah. then I'm able to be more present. Oh, that's interesting. You know what I mean? Is and that I, the and I don't, thing you're talking about? Yeah, and I, I think I feel like I'm I'm a little bit less to be like, well, what am I even doing? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's just like, um, yeah, it just allows me to be more um, present um, yeah. and, and take away all those anxieties. Because right. some of that anxiety is being like, well, what's the point? Oh, totally. You know, it's like, well, why am I, why am I, why would I go do this show? <clears throat> why would I even do that? Right. It's like, well, maybe it's because you're going like you're thinking the thing that could be driving that thought is seeing somebody else who you're jealous of who, who's further along in your career. And right. you're like, it's making you not be present and making right. you think like, well, what's the, you know, right. get down on yourself or think that what you're doing is meaningless. You know, you're not doing enough or whatever mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where it's like, um, yeah, just uh, just trying to <laughs> everything you do is enough. It's just yeah. like. Instead of trying to prove something, just do and it. And I think that, for me, takes away those like bigger questions of what's, what's, the, what's the, the point. I think like or trying what's, what's the, a lot of the spiritual things don't talk a lot about trying. I talked to my David Nickton, who's a Buddhist teacher. Yeah. I told him how exhausting it is to try to be present all the time. Yeah. And he was talking about how you shouldn't get the feeling that you're exerting yourself in any way. It's more of a surrendering into the thing and just, and just being and doing the thing. So it shouldn't yeah. feel like clenching a muscle as much being as present. you feel like, yeah, yes. clearing things out of the way in a natural yeah. and, and um, effortless way. Yeah. Which is whenever I go like, man, trying to find meaning and purpose and everywhere, it's just too much. And I'm just going to get stoned or watch an action movie totally. or whatever it is. Sometimes you just need to, stop yes but i also think there's a way to avoid that exhaustion by just being like fucking take it easy yeah <laughs> don't don't squeeze every last and, drop out and of it's everything. so different for everybody like i just i mean whether it's whether it's exercise or therapy or not drinking or not smoking or smoke you know like yeah. figuring out what allows you to take that take your brain away a little yeah, take yeah. your brain off things and just what is your vice drinking boozing boozing are you from the Midwest? Ooh. <laughs> oh! 
Yeah. He's that. Hey, how are you? Hey, yeah, right. You don't got a drink in your head, but hey, hey, hey. Um, I mean, everyone drinks everywhere. Everyone drinks everywhere, but it is. Yeah, it's like a. I guess is that that that's a Midwesty thing. Drinking? I mean, I just but lived like in Chicago South? for. Yeah. It was easier to drink. Or that's not even true. Yeah. It's in New York, and people are drinking even more. I would say. Yeah. But there's something about it was cheaper in yeah, Chicago. Maybe. <laughs> Yeah, I guess like if I well, I don't I don't think of drinking with like San Francisco. Yeah, or like I mean, I think of like beer with like Portland or something. Or yeah, like, but like heavy drinking like the LA style, like is Texas, not a huge it's as not. big of a drinking town because everyone was driving. Uber is making it easier to be a, yeah. a big lush out here. Sure, um, that's you. So now I'm but, 39. I stopped drinking about a little over over a year ago. That's now my SNL thing where I'm like, oh, how was I ever doing like. The first season of Crashing, yeah. this last one where I wasn't drinking, I was like, how was I ever doing this when I was like constantly dealing with a hangover? I know. Well, I, <laughs> well, so I was, but I was using lifestyle. alcohol to deal with the anxiety. Yeah. And that would produce anxiety. That's I feel right. like what I created was like, I would be like, I would drink on the weekends or like as a reward yeah. and then drink like enough when I wasn't working and then... I'd wake up on Monday and be like, you got to prove that you didn't fuck up mm. or that you're not a fuck up or whatever. Somebody told me that's very classic. Uh, I, let's not say alcoholic, but like I used to do that too, which was like I'd drink a lot and then the next day you'd be, you'd have like a very, very productive day. Yeah, you'd be like, to exercise. prove that you were like, a fuck up. Yeah, and then by the end of the week you feel great and then you yeah. like ruin it again. You do. <laughs> you know, that's, but that's also like, that's the weekend. That's like. It's also a model that we inherited. I yeah. Mean, it's Miller time. You know what I mean? Yeah. It was like the idea that we need to get. And I Work still, hard, play hard type of like whatever. For sure. Like, yeah. We, we always want to like have the thing to like, um, again, Mulaney would tell me like when he stopped drinking and all that stuff, he would be like, there needs to be something at the end of the day that you weren't doing all day. Even if it is just like a cupcake. Yeah. Like the human brain wants totally a carrot on the end of the stick. Absolutely. I and find so myself many of us do booze. Yeah. I totally get it. I think if I was on SNL, I'd, 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 I would have a very hard time because it seems part of the culture. Like it there's does. the party and then the after party. And well, some people on cast must not drink. Yeah. A lot of them don't. And like, I found like I wasn't drinking the past couple months and I found it easier. Yeah. I just, and like some things are harder or like maybe for a little bit, but yeah. then they're so much easier. Yeah. Like I, it's just, uh, and like even some anxieties, I'm like, oh, I have anxiety Yeah, <laughs> that I was like maybe trying to mute with yeah. drinking. And then I just wasn't as my aware friend, of it. My friend uh, Chris was talking about that. He was like, some people sexualize their stress yeah. and they like try to fuck their fear away or they right. jerk off their fear away or uh-huh. panic wank. What is it called? Uh, danger wank. Danger <laughs> wank their fear away. <laughs> yeah. I noticed that like you, you would turn alcohol into something that would make anxiety go away. And then sometimes it would increase anxiety. Mm-hmm. It's such a cliche. And it, it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, well, I think I think what I mean like, is I'm not like, trying we, to get you not to drink at all. What's that? I, I, what I, I want to be clear is I'm not trying to get you to oh, not sure. drink. I did notice that you could deal with the things that were making you not anxious, that were making you anxious, anxious. better when you're not just putting them on a 12 hour hold. Yes, on a hold. That's what it is because you're just like. And but then sometimes you don't want to deal with it for 12 hours. I to, I missed yeah. that. I told that to Val lately. I was like, if there's something I miss about it. It's that drinking. you could like tie, you could just go like, I'm trying to be better with boundaries. So it's like, if I didn't want to do something, sometimes I would get drunk yeah. and then it would be like, well, you want to go to the festival of lights? And I'm like, sorry, I'm drunk. Yeah. <laughs> and then I would be like, just say you don't want to go or just eat Chinese food. Don't mm-hmm. get drunk and then eat Chinese food. Just order some fucking Chinese food. I know. I know. You don't have to be drunk. 
That's that that's a thing with or, like eating right? where it's like, oh, well, I'm, I'm drunk, I'm gonna eat a cheeseburger, yeah. and pizza, and just, just like just go eat nuts. It. Just eat it. Yeah. You'll be better off. Yeah. <laughs> also, so that, like it's funny, like I found that like eating some things while not drunk, I'm like, I don't really like this. Ah, or I'm like I'm like, I don't need to eat like three cheeseburgers. I'm like, I Dude, want I was in fine. Madison, Wisconsin, and they were like, Oh, I know you, and I thought they knew me from the show, and they were like, Last time you were here, you were so drunk you reached over the counter and picked up a pizza. I was right. like, I am so sorry. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. ah, well, it was a good idea at the time. It seemed hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Oh God, the worst. The worst. But, well, well, go ahead. Yeah. No, it's 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 funny. Like I feel like more often, like there will be like thing things that like pop up when I'm not drinking, where I'm like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like the anxiety thing, no, and, or I'll be like, or I'll just be more natural to be like. Like, usually when I'm alone, I'll be like, fuck, fuck, fuck. It's yeah. okay. <laughs> yeah. Dude, you do. Um, and I didn't have those, like, pops as much. I would where, like, deal just even, like, with a, a lot of those memory. feelings or distant memories or emotions or overwhelm when I was drunk. I would be drunk and I, I would notice that I would be working through them. So there might even have been value in that. Mm-hmm. And then when you're not drinking, you feel them and you're, and you're like, ah! yeah, like you don't scary. want them. Yeah. 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 My a friend of mine who also stopped drinking, he went through the program. He was like, they were like, when you stop drinking, you'll feel better. He's like, you'll feel anger better. You'll feel yeah, anxious yeah, yeah. better. It's you'll sick. feel afraid better, but you also feel joy better. Feel and calm better. All of those like, things. But yeah. you notice that the feeling of being human, which kids know and sober people know, is like random bouts of panic. Yeah. Random bouts of like <laughs> and, just, <laughs> and being okay with it. Yeah, like, exactly. It's, it's like, fucking <laughs> life is confusing, and and you know people doing what they need to do. That's why I mean it when I'm like, Val drinks. Not not a lot, but like there's no judgment there. It's hard. We're all stuck in this very interesting predicament. <laughs> and Which, like people who drink or do this or do that, yeah. you can't judge any of them because it's fucking weird to be human. It's, so weird. it's like walking through a weird and we pool all, and there's like a cold spot and then a hot spot and then there's a bubbly spot. Like, yeah. what is this and pool? Everybody's feeling things differently because everybody know. comes from a different place and like everybody needs to yeah. do things differently to get by. Yeah. It's just- Especially what you're doing. I remember I told yeah. when I got my talk show, which I'll give you a mug. Yeah. I said to Conan, I was like, do you ever like drink before a show? Because I was worried I was going to be panicked. I never did. Yeah, I'd never. tell you if I did. Uh, or if I would want to do something to yeah. unwind during the taping. Sure. Yeah. I mean, and people he, recommend that people be like, you know, really? for that have a, have a drink. like have a shot before your audition or something. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. No, I knew people like that. Yeah. I knew people Just like to, that. Like, take, I don't know if they're I know people that don't do stand up unless they've had one and a half drinks, stuff yeah. like that. I'm glad that I never got into that habit. Yeah. Uh, mine was always drink after alone. That's normal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Finally, yeah, I can, I can just get wasted and nobody – I won't make any mistakes that, that way. That was my thinking. Yeah. I was like, no one will see. It's very – I've done that before. Like, especially with SNL. Like I would get – early when I was there, I'd get drunk and then I'd be like, oh, I shouldn't be getting drunk because it's still in front of those work. people. No, like, no. They're, like people, important people that I don't want to like look like an idiot in front of. So I'll like yep. have a couple drinks when I get home and that'll be safe. And then I was that's, like, exactly, that's exactly – that's exactly – when I say Asperger, I don't mean any disrespect to the disease. I feel like I am slightly on the spectrum because I'll have like that practical brain where I'm like, yeah. well, I want to drink. I don't want to embarrass myself. I'll drink at home. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, like the more I talk about that, the more people are like, I really relate to that. I'm glad you talk about that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think so many people are like, oh, I don't do that. I would never do that. And I was like, yeah. oh. 
I think talking. in the age of selfies and stuff and yeah. Facebook, it's like more normal to just be like, I'm just doing me. Yeah, yeah. Treat, yeah. treat yourself. <laughs> like, just do it ripping shots at home. Treat yourself. I bet there's more drinking alone now than there ever has been before. Yeah. Because we're just like the we're me, in our own the world. me generation. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Why would I go to a bar? Like when yeah. you watch a movie and someone's at a bar, just like, my lady left. It's like, why isn't that guy at home yeah, ordering right. Postmates and, and like watching, watching a movie? Netflix exactly. Yeah. What is he doing talking to a bartender named Skip? It's a different time. Different time. We're very isolated. Yeah. Well, we like to um, talk about the hardest time you've laughed. The time mm-hmm. you've laughed the hardest to all those people that don't like that I asked that way. Um, wait, they don't like you? They, they don't like that I say the – what do I say? The hardest time you've laughed. Oh, the hardest – And everyone knows the, what I mean. Right. They want you to say the time you've laughed you the laugh hardest. The hardest. Hmm. So I don't know if I can remember an exact time. No, it's fine. But recently uh, – Kyle Mooney performed a character at my wedding, which I was laughing so hard at. This character, Bruce Chandler. It was Chandling. a funny wedding? It was a funny wedding. That's what my dad said afterwards. He said, it's a funny wedding. Funny wedding. Which That's is like... hilarious. Yeah. Um, Good bits. Yeah. Uh, and he did some bits, too. Funny he, vows? Uh, some laughter. But, but some not- bare, like vulnerable. I, I had a vulnerability hangover afterwards. So I was having like, what did I say all that stuff? Really? And people were like, people were like, we were crying. It was beautiful. It was no, you amazing. You that. Yeah. Val and I had a very naked you did. wedding emotionally. I think we thought we were like, this is a ceremony. Like, we want to expose ourselves to these people that we love that's a little bit. That's yeah. the point. The idea of a wedding is to invite people into your vulnerability. Yeah. And to take And that's like to one it. of the biggest things that you can, that's one of the biggest ways you can show love is of to be. Yeah. And also say, hey, this is what we have. And we're asking you guys to help in us your out. small ways to help us. Yeah. If, or even if it is. You were at my wedding and we're going through a hard time. And they say, remember what you said at the wedding? Remember that's, what you said? That's yeah. what the point is. Yeah. It's a vow. Which I love. Jesse's Jewish. So we have... Um, what? Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's what... That's that's it. That's, so we'll see. I don't know if it'll work out. Um, <laughs> I was shocked. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> ah. That's, aww. Aww. Yeah. Aww. Aww. that's great. <laughs> but I tried to correct. Yeah. Oh, nice. Nice. Tov? <laughs> or is it Tov? It's Tov. Um, oh, but the ketubah is the Jewish wedding agreement where it's like, we're going to have it on next to our bed. Um, that's where you keep it. Oh. It's like, it's like the promise that you're making to each other that's up on the wall mm-hmm. um, that, you know. Um, my brother created artwork for and it's just like there um, oh. which is really great see as a ceremony. Reminder, ceremony 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 tradition tradition <laughs> tradition um, you've been with your wife too much <laughs> man whoa he's you one year or three months of marriage he's already fiddling on the roof <laughs> oh my god um, so wait wait you were asking oh time I left the art oh Kyle, yeah, yeah yeah Bruce Chandling um, what is the character then, he is, he's a stand-up comedian who's like, uh, I mean, now I feel self-conscious. Do the bit. <laughs> he, he, I can't do. It. He's like, he's just he's super cheesy. He does bad jokes, and then he'll like go into his depression, okay. and he'll reveal like, no, but I'm not too doing too well right now. <laughs> he'll like make like at the wedding, he was like. I want to make a toast. And he pulled out a piece of toast. <laughs> oh, my and he's like, hey, God. no, no, but seriously, you, you know, like talk about a certain, I'm like, oh, so we're up here in Northern California. Northern California, you ever hear this place? You know, like kind of like that sort of Hilarious. thing. 
jokes. And, I'll, and then I'll be like, he'll do some jokes. And I'll be like, no, but um, it's great that you two found each other. I don't think I'm ever going to find somebody like that. <laughs> things haven't been going too well for me. And then, and then it'll get like super dark and then like wrap it up with another cheesy joke at the end. Oh my God. And half, I think half the people there, like my parents or like some of, some like relatives were like confused. Sure. They didn't know, which sure. I love too. Yeah. That like I got to like, I was laughing so hard, but I got to present this like strange, weird thing that confused people at the wedding. <laughs> um, uh, and then I, the other time, I think when I laugh the most is like growing up, sleepovers yeah and then camping with my friends john and gabe where we're like super silly late at night we're like speaking gibberish to each other that nobody else would understand um i think and like also sleepovers it was like you couldn't you had to be quiet yeah so like you're like laughing you're playing you're like putting shaving cream on somebody's hands so they like (laughs) their face or whatever you're like (laughs) losing it like that giddiness, I remember. Um, yeah, we don't have starting... any rules. That's the problem. As grown-ups, nobody's telling us to keep it down. Yeah, yeah. So we're just like laughing reasonable amounts, uh-huh. going to bed at reasonable times. Right, right. But when we were kids, and like, shut the fuck up! Like, you need that yeah. to get to that premium laugh. Yeah, That's absolutely. There's something profound there. Like, you need resistance uh-huh. to experience certain types of joy. Oh, yeah, because otherwise so it's just big. like you don't experience that. It's like limitless or something. Yeah, it's like there's no boundaries there, so you don't measure it that way. I was way. thinking it's about like the, the two system, like the two system, uh, two party system of politics. Sort mm-hmm. of genius is that like we were making up our own country, and we could have just been like, well, we all agree, and we yeah. have the one thing. Yeah. But some genius, I guess Jefferson or one of these, mother- yeah, well, mm-hmm. Benjamin, mother- Benjamin, mm-hmm. Benjamin Buttons, Benjamin Buttons. <laughs> A very young. I, no, I usually Buttons. I like to admit when I'm wrong, but it was Benjamin Buttons. It was Ben Buttons signed the Declaration yeah. of Auto Dependence. That's right. I'm very lucky. But somebody was like, "No, the human being is divided. Like we all have these two sides that are warring. Yeah. So our system of government should mirror the oh, human psyche." I've never heard that before, but that makes... I think I'm making it up. Interesting. Isn't that, I, I, I do. I, think I do that think that sometimes. about like also in terms of like. I just feel like there is good and bad and like a lot of people who are maybe doing bad things negative, think yeah. they're doing good and whatever totally. it's just that it's, that's why it's I, I, that's one of the things that keeps me obviously there's a lot of travesties going on but there's something that keeps me going like yeah there's got to be two sides yeah like it's yeah. not a see i grew up thinking it would be a perfect world if everybody was a christian right. and then so and everybody I was in peace see, and every, there were no problems exactly right. and now i'm like no that's not how it works yeah. and i feel the same way when i'm like i don't think the world would be a better place if if everyone was a liberal i think there needs to be yeah uh, opposition. I that's know that's how weird. we create that growth is like pushing yeah. through. That's, that and resistance. that's you need the shusher yeah. to get the the sleepover to that level of joy. Yeah. I think you almost need to give the game some juice. There needs to be like, well, and, and don't get you me wrong, I want everyone to have and... rights and stuff, and I wish there wasn't this like terrible right. shit going on. But on a more basic level. I understand why it makes sense to have these guys that think they're right and these guys that think they're right, but yeah. both of these groups hate each other. And somewhere in the middle is this like wobbling wave sign of yeah. electricity. That's what it feels like to be alive and to feel like to be a human. Yeah. Because I'm like, I should eat cake all day. All right. And, and you would hate it. You would like feel awful. Asparagus. And somewhere in the middle. Yeah. Asparagus. It's cake. that constant, like, kind of constant, like, searching or. That's fighting it. and growing and figuring it out. It's it's that action that is the... Well, it's a play. 
This is what the the Hindus, or some Hindus, I can't speak for all the Hindus, there's billions, but you know, the idea that you need the villain in the yeah. play and you need the good guy and the good girl in the play. But at the end of the play, everybody takes their mask off and we go, oh, it's just one of us. You know, that, that uh, feeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So when we have these characters, these evil things, you know, obviously your heart breaks and you resist yeah. and you fight and you go like behind all of it. It's 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 like a weird show. It's a yeah. weird game we're playing. It's part of it. Yeah. What sucks is that people are suffering. So I do want to acknowledge yes. that people are suffering, and we're going to work against that. Oh, um, these bats! These bats! <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's suffering, and then people are. Wait, are you? What are are you? Leave it alone. No, what's your religion? Leave it. Come on. Because wait, because I'm. Leave it alone. Wait, I, <laughs> yeah, I'm there. No, uh, I, I, no. I, 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 we, you know. Yeah, no, I want, yeah. No. That, yes, I'm right. quoting Alan Watts when he talks about, he, you, Alan Watts is a Buddhist, mm. but I mean, he, if you're interested in stuff like that, people listening, go ahead and type Alan Watts into YouTube and just have your mind blown. It's amazing. Uh-huh. I was going to say dick blown off, but I wanted to be. You're going to have your dick blown off. That's, that's more Ram Dass stuff. Blown off. Hi, I'm Ram Dass. Have your dick, <laughs> dick blown, blown off. <laughs> Okay, let's get out of here. <laughs> let's end on that. Do you um, feel good? I feel great. It was so great being here. Your first podcast? Just, I'm, my, first, my first like long one. Your I've done other podcasts. podcasts my, it was my first podcast um, <laughs> to all the other podcasts out there. It never happened. Well, you were wonderful. And my thank first. you for making it happen. Yeah, thanks for having me. This was so great. What's going on with Pete Davidson? <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> so I got to ask you the reason why I couldn't get in. She couldn't get in. That oh, <laughs> that should be that'd be a fun podcast. Just that, just just that voice. You got to talk like that. People would listen, right? People open up more when you make them talk in that voice. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for doing it. Yeah, would man. you say keep it crispy? Oh, I would love to. Keep it crispy. <laughs> With the mic fade at the end. Hey. Mic drop. Yeah, I guess that's the way it came out. So I'm so crispy, I'm so crispy, my ice game make you just wanna get